Hello gamers and welcome to episode 18 of the Listen Gamer podcast. Joining me today we have, as ever, the crazy king, the Apocalypse, <laughs> Mr. Apocalypse, and Indominus Ash. How are you guys doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm good. I'm doing very well. How are you doing? Doing good, bud. Doing good. So, um, for starters, um, why were you under a bridge again, Kev? I'm a grumpy old troll, okay? I'm a grumpy old troll lives on the bridge. Any Dora <laughs> the Explorer fans, you know exactly what I mean. But uh no. Nah, I uh, went skateboarding, so for uh, for a job in the school, uh I was I needed well I want I was gonna get some ramps, so I went with like the owner of the company mm-hmm. to uh to Bristol to pick up the ramp. And um, from there, we just made a day of it. So we went to, oh my god, where was the place? Uh, Bradley Stoke, I want to say. I think mm-hmm. it was Bradley Stoke. We went there, uh, went to a skate park there for a few hours, and then uh, we ended up going to like this M thirty two or something. Uh, I I'd assume that's the name of the part, the motorway or whatever it was that we were under. Um, it's like a bridge kind of thing. It's pretty cool. Um, the easiest way to describe it is if you meet, if you go to like a typical sort of American graffiti dump skate park, mm. but a crack den at the same time. So one end stunk of piss, uh, <laughs> the other end stunk of like the weed or the marijuanas. Uh, but that was because of the, the other skaters that were there. But, um, yeah, it, it was, it was pretty, honestly though, it was fun. It was one of the best skate parks I've ever been to in my life. <laughs> um, so essentially the story behind it is that skate park isn't actually made by the council or any professionals whatsoever. Like the pillars and stuff like that, that were, they're under the uh, bridge, essentially the, the community, the people that were under there, um, mm. they, they got a load of rubble and this, that and the other. They built their own wooden ramps and then they got a load of rubble and shit, shit. And uh, they put it up against the pillars and then they got concrete and then poured the concrete over and sort of like, I don't know, done it with their hands or they did it with like something just to try and make what resembles ramps and stuff. So everything's like super rustic and uh, like shit. But at the same time, it's fantastic. It's honestly one of the best parks, if not the best outdoor park at least I've been to. It's, It's kind of like when you see those graffitied up um, skate parks like from America on those on on, mm. on the uh, like montages or or the videos, the promo videos yeah. that you see, it's like that, but all battered and bruised and not quite perfect, but it's skatable and it's fantastic. But uh, yeah, there was like gas canisters. Like if you've if if you like coffee, people who like coffee, if you've gone to Costa and you've seen them do the uh, the squirty cream they got those little gas canisters people use them and like suck on them or something because it gives you gives you a high because of the gas inside them as nitrous oxide is it i think yes but it's balloons it's the same stuff as when the hospital gave you gas in it yeah so people use them and suck on them and i was the first i stood on my board i went down i was fucking flying and then all of a sudden i hear ding 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 ding. i was like what the <laughs> fuck my wheel come off and my bearings pop what the hell's going on and i look behind me as i'm going i don't know like 10 15 bloody miles an hour it's fast as hell at least my hair was moving so i was going fast uh so and i look behind me and there was just these canisters that i'd rolled over like or just like barely hit and 
they've just pinged out of the, the waves crazy and there was like empty beer cans there was even a trolley down there like there was all sorts there was all rubbish like I said did say stung a piss there was like all burned out fires and stuff but all the ramps and everything it was fantastic honestly it was the best like two two and a half hours that I had spent spent down there and I did learn quite a few things too actually and learned some new tricks so you, were you getting um, down with the cool kids were you under the bridge no, to be to be fair, they they were all actual adults. They were. I don't think the the youngest person was, was maybe early to mid twenties. So they were all sort of like adults, and they were all pretty cool. They were all pretty chill too. Yeah, nice. Really kind of just those tiny little silver things yeah. that used to be yeah, littered those... all over the streets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those things. They, they, I'd say they're about as long as your index finger, but a bit faster. Yeah. Because kids were like popping them and just sucking them in the yeah exactly yeah 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 they don't trend yeah Yeah, it's ridiculous you you use a whipped cream you use a whipped cream canister and put it into a balloon pretty much if you if you look at any picture of King Charles's finger it's pretty much that size you guys have not seen his fingers have you I was going to say that's a very specific yeah description. because I know what you mean because he's got his chunky sausage fingers, but yeah, he's got sausage fingers. I can't say I've googled his fingers before. I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> they <laughs> do the stand out, to be it. fair. Yeah, once you've seen it, you just can't unsee it. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was honestly it was a great time, great time. And uh, to be fair, I think the kid, like the kids that I'll be working with with this ramp as well, it's just gonna be so much easier for me because <laughs> I, I'm gonna be able to separate the the classes up and. Uh, give more of a sort of challenge to the to the more advanced children that are in the group. Yeah. No, it's cool. I just I just wanted to know why you'd spent time under a bridge in Bristol. Oh I didn't uh, yeah, I, I wanted to know the context of what you came into the <laughs> yeah. chat saying. I didn't I didn't catch hepatitis. Are you sure? I'm, Don't well, think you'd catch it off of gas canisters anywhere. No, nah, like it wouldn't surprise me. To be fair, there weren't any needles and stuff. But uh, just falling and just maybe inhaling some of the dust that was there or something, I could probably catch some shit. I don't know. It was, honestly, it was grim. Like, I got back in uh, his van and, like, we was going off and I was like, mate, I can still smell piss. And I didn't even fall on the floor or anything. I just (laughs) had this pissy aura around me. It was disgusting. Did he offer you sweets to get in the back of the van, though? No, he just said, jump in, Danny. I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) But um, one of the things I did want to talk about today was the whole thing of um, Elon taking over Twitter and charging everyone £8 or $8 or whatever it may be to have your blue verified tick. It wasn't originally going to be $8. Yeah, yeah it was going to be 20 It was going to be 20, 20 originally, which is a massive jump. Yeah. Mate, he, he tests, he tried. Like, you, you can't... <laughs> you oh, he can't, really fucking tried. Yeah, you, you can't sort of, like... Blame him for trying. I feel like if people found out that he could have reduced it to eight after we started charging twenty, there would have been hell on. Because that's a hell of a markup. Well, he mm. could have charged fifty. The thing is, it's like fifty. He could turn around and say though that like twenty dollars or fifty dollars is enough of a price to stop people from buying it to make the troll accounts like what you've been seeing. Or at least to reduce the amount of people that would pay for it just to make a fake, like a fake account, to have it verified. He could have, but in the 
economy we're in right now, I still think 20 is a very, very steep ask. I th- I agree. I think 20, 20 is obviously steep. But like when you consider who the much. people who have blue checks are supposed to be, like the whole reason for blue checks on Twitter in the first place was to be able to identify people's real accounts for like celebrities and things like that. I know it's got a lot wider range now as to what it used to be. I'm going to say it's not necessarily celebrities anymore. There no, will be people that are in the same boat as us. You see, celebrities, yeah, but... influencers, politicians, anyone with no, uh, notor- isn't notoriety? Some sort of following. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're, you still need some sort of following to be able to get that check. So I think it defeats the whole purpose of what the check was in the first place now. I think but... what he's done is a bit arse backwards, if I'm honest. Because, like, with the, like what you said with the troll accounts, there was, originally, there was such an influx of people buying it and, like, doing doing the trolly things, they had to recall the feature, and then they re-released it. So people that have bought it, they've, like, they just have the check mark. but then the people which had it before, because the only way to check it is if you went to that person's profile and clicked on the tick. And then it'd say this person has Twitter blue or this person is like a known public figure or politician or whatever. Um, this, I think there's some add-ons that you can get for like Chrome and Firefox to tell the difference. But now if they are like actually proper accounts, they have the official tag underneath them, which I think is stupid. They've taken well, I think that away. it kind of defeats the purpose because that's just what the verified thing was before. Exactly, yeah. They've so also what, take... charged eight pound and then re-released the same feature just under a different name. They, they they've taken that official tag away because people weren't happy with it because it didn't look nice. Oh, did they really? Yeah. They, I, did no, I did notice that they took it away from some people. I didn't realize they took it away from like everyone. Yeah. So um, one thing he did make a statement quite recently um, that he did say was that he's just taken over the company. His ideas for improving the company. He's going to be trying. A lot of things out so he has said he's like we are going to try a lot of things some of them may be wild wacky and completely fail and not work but i'm going to try them and if they don't work we'll take the feature away and try the next thing or be trying something else or try to rework it to bring the idea to life in a more appropriate way yeah which to be fair he's at least he's trying like they weren't actually doing like how long has twitter been out and they've not like had an edit or an unsend or whatever button. The bare question is how long has Twitter been losing money? Yeah, exactly. And how long like there was there was these leaked screenshots of like the Twitter board thing of like them doing what Elon was accusing them to do. <laughs> it's just silly. But with the check mark, they should have either kept the blue check mark for the officials and then give a green check mark to the paid for versions. They're just a different color just to define them differently so you know instantly off the bat this person's paid for it, this person's whatever. Because for verification, I understand that like the amount of times I post a tweet and then I get a bot following me. And it's always like a young, attractive girl like with barely anything on and they, it's like all horny accounts or whatever you want to call it or mm. bot horny accounts that try and sell you uh, and only fans with like 30 to 50 other people in your DMs. Um, so being able to pay £8 a month just so you can get that little green symbol thing, you can have HD uploads, you can have the edit or whatever tweets it is, uh, you can have 
a couple of other things. I'm not interested in the check mark. I'm more interested from a content creator side of view that I can upload my shorts or upload picture, uh, sorry, videos in higher quality. Because at the moment, um, I think you guys will also agree with me, is when you upload a video to Twitter, it's absolute fucking garbage. It's compressed it to an inch within its life, and you can barely um, see one pixel from the next. It's, it's, it's awful. It is really dog shit. It's like, or is it 480p, if that, maybe even 360? It's terrible. The, the thing but, uh, that sticks in my mind is that um, they could have had the verified thing be a free feature to bring in to allow people to verify themselves as content creators and things like that. So, like, for example, for yourself, like, the stuff that you do and stuff, like, your streaming and all the rest of it is to build towards being a well-known figure and potentially having a career out of streaming. And your your identity on social media would be tied to that. And, like, you'll probably laugh here, but, like, it goes to, like, Tinder. So on Tinder, you can have your profile. Um, but you can also take a picture of yourself live to match with the pictures that you've uploaded to get verified as... Like that's your that's actually you as a person. You haven't just uploaded like you haven't just opened an account with an email and uploaded a couple of pictures of God knows who. Like you're verifying yeah. that that's you as the person. And I think that sort of option for Twitter would have been good. And you could have had like a a Twitter stamp with like the blue bird on for people who were like public figures, celebrities and things like that, and then had a blue tick for people who had taken the time to verify that that Twitter account belonged to them. So after you said that, um, Aaron will know this. It reminded me of OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. Because with OnlyFans, you've got to upload a picture of your ID, mm-hmm. and you've got to take a picture with yourself holding the ID mm-hmm. to prove that you're obviously over 18, for starters, but to prove you are who you say you are. Yeah. So if Yeah, two- my OnlyFans account got um, thingied the other day. Accepted? Yeah. Nice. Apocalypse coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so essentially, um, tw- it, it wouldn't take a lot for that to happen. Uh, all they'd need is, th- that's just to verify your identity. Yeah. Um, but then like the, the additional features that you were speaking about uh, that relate to content creation, they could have just had that as a thing that if you verify your account or if you have a verified account, you can pay a monthly fee to be able to have those extra features that you want. But yeah. it's not something that would then display on your profile. Like people who were in the know would know, oh, look, he's up- he's uploading these types of videos with quality. He's obviously paying the monthly subscription. Yeah, fine. Yeah. But like yeah, there's a lot of people out there now who like you'll say so. like people who are playing for the Twitter blue at the moment or say something and there'll be loads of people in the comments going, this person pays $8 a month for Twitter. Huh, lol. And it's like, yeah. it's, it's essentially giving them a platform to bully them. Yeah, it, it has. It's become of a meme in itself. And you, you always expect that. If there was any paid for feature within Twitter, you'd, you'd obviously get that. Yeah. Um, I think that could have been a thing where they could have added as like a, the, the features that would improve Twitter that like, like YouTube Premium and Spotify Plus, they have those features similar to what the Twitter features would be. And yeah. then, but like your accounts don't show that. 
So, it, like, Twitter doesn't need to show that you've paid for Twitter. It could just be a hidden thing that would give you extra features to allow you to use those features. Yeah, and then the you have your, like, your verified status, and then you have public figures who have the, the verified stamp, which would be slightly different, but still look the same. But at the same time, the only reason why people are paying for Twitter Premium now is so they can get the check mark. That's the majority mm. of people are doing it for that reason. But that defeats the object of what the check mark was supposed to be for. And yeah, so even in what Elon physical, wants it to be for. If if you took away that physical sort of like aspect of the subscription, mm. I can guarantee you most, if not all of them, would get get rid of it because they wouldn't see it. Because the amount of people on my timeline I saw literally doing it just to get the blue check mark was it was I think it was all of them actually. The, the majority they, they, of people they, that do it just to get the check mark are then going to cancel at some point because it's just a novelty. Possibly, but it's a novelty that that's what I mean. So they they basically want to they they are doing it so they can be verified because the, the if you're verified on on Twitter. Like you've probably seen, if you look in your notifications, I'm not sure if it's the same thing on, on the website as it is on the app, but if you look on the notifications, you've got notifications, then you've got verified, and then you've got like mentions, or that's mentions where... and replies, or something like that. So in the verified tab, so for example, if, if I paid for Twitter Blue right now, mm. I could, I could uh, send a tweet out to uh, KSI, I could send it out to the President of the United States, I could send it to like whoever's verified and I would appear at the top of their list. Like if I, if you sent it without the blue check mark, they wouldn't see it. So if you remember back a few months ago when I asked the guys from Lonely Island mm. um, about whatever that, Justin Timblake and thingy, whatever I asked them, I can't remember. Like doing it then, I had no response. Mm. Um, but if I do it now with Twitter Blue, there's a higher chance that they'd see that and respond to it. So that's another reason why people were doing it. They were doing it for the verification, like the verification tick, yeah. so they could actually slide into the DMs or slide into the notifications of like a fa an actual famous person. Yeah, but that's where see, I would have like the differentiate the differentiating between verified and public figure. Yeah. So this, like, it could be like we said, uh, the blue tick for verification, like for actual famous or uh, prominent figures in the in the public eye like yeah. politicians, that kind of stuff. Then you should have like a green one for if you actually needed to have something. You could have a green tick or something like that for somebody who's actually verified their account through means of showing their ID. I just keep it blue. But you have like the blue tick at the moment is in like in a little stamp shape. So I would change the tick to um, the Twitter bird. So if you've got the Twitter bird is the, tw is the stamp to verify that you're a public figure and that is your actual account. And then the tick could be for people who have gone to, through the trouble of verifying their accounts. Do you think they would ever introduce a feature similar to Discord? Because you were on about uploading at a better uh, frame rate or whatever it was. Obviously, you can do that with Discord if you pay for Nitro or whatever it yeah. is. Do you think they would bring out something for Twitter at a reduced price that didn't incorporate the verified, but gave you that option of uploading better uh, videos think... and things if you were a content creator? I think they would benefit by doing that. There's, there's an option. Would, yeah. 
Yeah, there's an option of like Twitter Blue that was or Twitter Premium or something like that, which was two ninety nine a month. If they included the HD uploads in that kind of thing, that would be like that would be what I would go for. Um, regarding Discord, it's if you pay for Nitro, you get HD uploads or like you can get uploads up to like hundred megabytes. I think they've increased that now. Um, you can get higher like size uploads. You can stream in like whatever format you wanted to 60 fps and then you get some bits here and there but um as far as twitter blue is concerned at the moment i think you can only upload 1080p video um which obviously is full hd fantastic uh, the coming soon part is you can see half the ads which although it hasn't got rid of all of them twitter are losing a shitload of money through ads and lack of ads or whatever so seeing 50% the ads for me fantastic because I can't go like two or three three ads without seeing the same ad over and over and over again and then like I'm scrolling I'm trying to read a tweet and then all of a sudden it just disappears and it's crazy and then as I scroll what replaces it is an ad and it's just super annoying um you can post longer videos as well so this is kind of like when you verify your YouTube account or if you've got a verified or you've had a TikTok account for a while. Um, I think YouTube, unless you verify your account, you can only po post videos up to 10 minutes long. And the same, I think three minutes it was with TikTok, but now you can do like 10 minutes or even more again on TikTok. Yeah, so it's I, up to 10 minutes for TikTok. Yeah. So, um, like, if you verify your account on YouTube, you can post videos as much as you want. You can live stream as well. You can do all that kind of stuff. Uh... But yeah, that's that's pretty much the, the it's the it's the content creation features and the lack of ads is the reason why I would like to get Twitter Blue. Now the the ads and the longer videos aren't there yet. I think the 1080p video is. Um, I'm not too sure. Like, cause it's saying there, it's not saying coming soon on there, but yeah, it's crazy. But it's it's just right. like a vanity um, thing at the moment, isn't it? everyone's losing their minds over it and it's become this massive meme and it's like this this person this elon musk is a very eccentric person and everyone pretty much knows that like he was always going to come in and shake things up and try something different and do whatever the the hell he wanted to do because he's a multi-billionaire and he can do that yeah he can like, do whatever he wants he, he did have to borrow the money though he, yeah but he's got he's got that much money right if Twitter was to completely fail and he just completely botched the whole job that he could sell Twitter for probably half of what he bought it for just to get rid of it. And but you still have to pay the loans back and all the money that you borrowed from other Yeah, but he's got that much money. Would it really matter to him that much? Yes, because if he could have bought it out of his own money without borrowing, then surely he would have. No, it's, it's so much different. I've I listened I've listened to loads of people talk about business and things like that and they're like they uh, most business people who run like multiple businesses will tell you never use your own money to open a new business always lend even if you've got the money to do so. So yeah, I just sent you guys a picture. I've literally just opened Twitter. Mm. Oh, the official thing. Yeah, the official thing is still there because before the podcast started, we was having a little discussion and I think it was Ryan that said the yeah. official tag has been removed or something because it's looking ugly or something along those lines. It is different to how they first released this, so I don't know if they've 
put it back on. That's how I've only ever seen it, to be honest. I think yeah, the one like, I seen it was it was official something or like official web page or something like that. Ah, right, okay. But it's, I just I just think they need something to be able to discern from a verified account and um, a bought account. I'll be honest. Until you, I'm assuming you put the owls in. Yes. If you hadn't have done that, I wouldn't have noticed the official. I was just wondering why you would send it. <laughs> yeah, I put put the basically because we were talking about the ads. Yeah. Um, I literally opened Twitter. There was one tweet, like two lines from some someone that I follow, and then mm. that was directly underneath. Take oh no, I get that. I, I just mean because obviously they put the official thing in because people were just buying the verified. Mm. But it's yeah. at first glance, I didn't even notice the official thing under it. That's what I mean. Like it's so. It feels so pointless. Exactly. This is what I mean. Because I, I didn't see it. If the arrow wasn't there, I wouldn't have noticed it at all. This is why I think it should be like a different color. Same check mark, different color. Because then, you know, green, money, you bought it. Blue, verified, whatever. The, th- the thing that annoys slip. me the most about it is that you can just go and buy it. And the blue tick is universally known to be verified. Like... Yeah. Even if you charge people for it, they should still have to verify their identity. And I, I granted, I know like content creators, like you can't exactly identify that you're king crazy, but you could do by like saying, "Oh, like this is my content creation page, and um, this is a statement of what I do. Here's the links to all my social medias." For them to have people go, "Yep, that all matches up. That is you using that account. Happy days. There's your blue tick, and we're now charging you the nine pound a month that you've agreed to." Like, yeah. there should still be a verification process, which would stop people buying six accounts. Nine, and... it? I thought it was 6 I know it was like $8 or something like that. It's, yeah, and it's $8, which will translate to about six ninety nine for us. Yeah. yeah. I'll be about I, right. I just, it's, it's just easier and more universal to say $8 or £8, yeah. I think. Because that's... Which... <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just one of those things of, like, how can you give someone a blue tick to say they're verified? without verifying that that's actually them like yeah. for example like we were talking about just before the podcast that it, there was twitter support made a statement and an account underneath that was verified as twitter support too said absolutely fucking not which is clearly a troll account but they've paid to have the blue check mark and for anyone that didn't know if they put a tweet out they could see that and go oh that's actually twitter support they're saying this it honestly feels more of a piss take that they've made the official thing what the verified used to be. It would have made mm. more sense to have the $8 be charged for the official part, not for the verified part. In my head. Just because they've just made the same system, but charging for the original one. And the new system is not as noticeable. It's also worse. Yeah. It's just... It looks tacky. It takes more... Like yes, it's one line, but it takes up more space on the screen. It doesn't. It doesn't stand out as obviously you just pointed out. It's just, ah, it's just shit. <laughs> like it's just shit. Like either that or get like give them a flare. Give them some sort of flare that they can have around their profile picture as well. Just so the profile Big picture stands up. Tick on top of the profile picture. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I did slightly like mishear you then. I thought you said a big fuck off dick on their profile picture. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it wouldn't surprise me. From him. It's a dirty boy. Surprise me from me. Excuse you. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, 
if 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 you're actually verified and you have some uh following or whatever and you you've got it through that means maybe just giving yourself a flare around your profile picture you can choose whatever color it is or whatever um yes there's probably a way that somebody can code because all it is is altering the html file or whatever around it and giving it a stroke but um if you can put a color around your profile picture to make it stand out then yes like you that that will make your profile stand out as a verified sort of person not so much in power but like a celebrity like that has some sort of it's like just following. a well-known public fi- figure yeah like you've either got x amount of followers on your chosen platform or you're a politician celebrity musician whatever it may be but i just i still think there should just be some sort of verification process so that your verified ticks actually mean that someone is verified regardless of whether they're paying for it or not Uh, let's just hope it doesn't make the cost of skins go up more. So gaming, <laughs> it'll be interesting to see what happens in the next year or so with Twitter because there's a lot of people jumping ship at the moment. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I think people might regret it if they do. Um, like, yes, he's a bit crazy, but he also does things because he thinks they're right. And I'd rather do have someone in charge doing things because they think they're going to make a difference or they think they're going to improve things rather than worrying about how much money they're going to make or how it's going to make them look in the public eye. But we're about delusional confidence. Yeah. Yeah, look but then, the, like, it's a bit look, hard look to be... De- it's a bit look hard to be delusional. Is that what you just said? That, like... It's a bit hard to be delusional on something like a social a social media platform. Like oh, he can, really, you can be charging twenty dollars for premium. Yeah, but like, 20, look yeah. how quickly that was shut down. It was only shut down because fucking Stephen King called him out on it. Yeah, that was the but only that, reason it got no, shut but down. That, but that's the whole point. Like he can't. Like he's not just. He can't just make a decision and not worry about it. Like he can make a decision about Tesla, and hardly anyone can make a decision. Make any influence on that decision but if he well, makes a decision on honor. something to do with twitter like the the public outcry for it hey look just saying i made a decision about car ai my car ai company or whatever on that game and it apparently killed thousands of people so fuck you people people do care if he makes decisions on tesla but i understand what you mean i don't they do care but they uh, whether they have influence over that decision is a different matter like yeah, he can make don't... a delusional decision and it'll cost Tesla millions because people won't buy the cars. I genuinely think that he can make a delus- delusional decision on this and people cannot change his mind. It's whether or not he bows down to the pressure to change it back or to change it to more middle ground or more rational decision. Which I think he would be forced just... to do in every situation because it's such a public platform. It's not a business that's he, like hidden he's behind making boards it a and business, things. Though. He's made it a business. Do you want to know what I honestly hoped for? I knew it wouldn't happen because he would have needed to make the money back, but I would have genuinely hoped for him to be able to just like buy Twitter, like go into Twitter offices and he, look, you're all fired and then shut it down. Like, yeah, that sucks, but Twitter is just <laughs> a. Off what he's done. He's fired a lot of people. <laughs> no, no, he fired I, everyone. 
Yeah, he he's fired pretty much everyone. He's he's the what is it like sole owner or whatever it is now. Like he wouldn't be able to be the sole owner. They'll still be investors and things, but like most of like the board of directors and stuff that were in no, place, is, there is no board of directors. No, and he got rid of he's them. Bought, he's bought it entirely. There's no way he's bought the entire of Twitter because yeah, he, he bought. 50, he it cost him forty-four billion to buy the fifteen. Yeah, on Google it. He, he fired everything. everyone. He bought what eleven percent of shares because they wouldn't allow them to go over a certain amount, and then they invited him to be on the board of directors. He declined. Then he said, "You know, I'm going to fucking buy you out instead." And yeah. he bought every single share at the same price that he bought his before he made a crash or go up or whatever. Okay. So he bought it at that price. So it's competitive. It's, it's not sole owner. That's not the official title. I can't remember what the title is. It was a CTO or something. He's a CEO. I think. Yeah. yeah. Because he's just now CEO of like three companies or something. Yeah, like he he owns it. So, and it wasn't a joke that like, haha, you've lost your job kind of thing that I was making earlier. That that wasn't my intent. It was more like he's fired them. That was a fact. But then after he'd fired them, just got rid of it because the amount of the amount of bot accounts, the amount of spam accounts, the amount of people just hiding behind keyboards on um, fake accounts or whatever, just like causing shit and whatever. Um, the amount of crap that comes from Twitter, the amount of drama and everything, it's just easier just to wipe it off the face of the earth and just like yeah. start fresh yeah but like, he he appears to be committed to improving it he does because it's a multi it's a multi-billion uh dollar website and mm. he can make multi multiple billions from this website because it's already established and it's already such a very popular platform now mm. if he was to buy twitter or instagram or whatever or the meta then they wouldn't be allowed to he I don't think he would be allowed to, but he wouldn't be able to, even though they're losing billions by the week or billions by the day, I think it is. I, c I can't really remember. But uh, because of their Metaverse, New Horizons bullshit, their, their own sort of like Zuckerverse is shit. Um, and they're losing millions or billions a day. I know there's a big difference, but they're losing a shitload of money. They can't be going on. They're going under soon. They're, they're going to be cancelling it. But um, th the fact that this sort of Twitter is like the the location of trends and everything so if something goes down the chances are you're going to hear about it on twitter first if you want someone cancelled goes down everyone runs to twitter exactly as soon as like a, a steam goes down everyone's on twitter like what's going on exactly i thought so, it did just come to my mind wasn't elon musk the one that was trying to make his own the, no 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 the you know in ready player one they have that what is it, the Oasis or something? Wasn't he trying to do something similar? I can't I don't like that silence. That. I'm, I'm mm. sure he was trying to make like a virtual reality world similar to what the Oasis was in Ready Player One. And if it is him, I wonder if that's why he's bought Twitter, because he could link the two directly. I wouldn't surprise that's, me. That's kind of like Facebook and the metaverse then. It's, yeah, it's, it's something tech companies are pushing towards is the whole like virtual reality side of things. So I'm sure it sense. was Elon Musk. It wouldn't surprise Zucker me. Zuckerberg's made his own VR world. I know Zuckerberg even... did, but I'm sure Elon Musk was doing one before he started. I don't know. He's made he's made an electric car that can drive while you sleep and will dance to music. So it wouldn't <laughs> surprise me. Yeah, Twitter is just—it's a blessing, it's... and but it's also a curse. It's... Like it's. It's good for news and stuff, and good, like, if you're into, like, reading a drama or whatever, it's good for that stuff, but the toxicity and the entitlement and everything like that, and I think because nothing's been done 
with Twitter over the past what, 15 plus years that it's been out. It's, it's what, level of maintenance what, and moderation is awful. Yeah, what, what improvements have they actually made? More ads. Yeah, That's not sure Twitter way, looks the same day. More ads nowadays. It's not, like, it's not out the norm. Yeah, but it's fucking annoying. Like, even, like, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, all of it. Yeah, I don't see any ads at all on YouTube. Yeah, I've but you pay for that. Oh, you've got uh, premium, yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah the ads I, on I YouTube like two, getting like lengthier now. I a month, though. That's if actually that. not bad, to be fair. I might actually do that. Yeah, it's supposed to be like 20. I got a family account thing, but I pay like two quid a month. It is, it's, it's one of those things, of, though, like, people people want everything for free, and at the end of the day, nothing comes for free. People have to make yeah. their money some way. So you either pay for the privilege of not having ads, or you just have ads and deal with it. Exactly. This is what I mean. This is why the majority of the time, if I watch... Like, if I actively watch a streamer, I will happily pay just to get rid of ads. Because I don't want to miss anything, or if I'm talking to them, I don't want to get slapped in the face by an ad, that kind of thing. Um, if I have them for, like, background noise, or just, like, chilling and lurking, and I'm not that invested, and I don't want this to sound like I don't appreciate or I don't watch that particular person or people or whatever, it's more like... That they, they don't require the sub kind of thing. I don't want it to sound like that because that sounds like a dickish kind of thing. But um, it's more like there's some there's some content creators that you can just chill to and have in the background and just enjoy the 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 content like while you're you're doing stuff yourself. Yeah. And there's other and there's other people. I'm going to use Ash for an example. Like I interact a lot in Ash's stream. I'm talking to him constantly. So if I say something and then I get hit in the face by an ad, which has happened, um, because my sub ran out. And it happened the other day, actually. Yeah, it did. Um, and uh, I got slapped by, I think you said, uh, one of four ads or something. But Why is it not funny to go back through my sense? Again? Oh, mate, you should have seen last month, it was eight. Uh, that's why That's why every time it happens, it, it, it just knows. It's like, it's like Haha, I know you're going to subscribe. Let's hit you with like loads of ads. So I just, as soon as I subscribe and that subscription goes through, before it, it sort of like activates itself, I refresh. So I don't actually miss what you're saying, and I don't actually miss anything else. Um, mm. But yeah, it's like when you're actively talking and actively sort of engaging into someone's stream, then I think that will be the best time to make the investment in having like a month with no ads, knowing that fifty percent of that goes to the streamer anyway. Um, and then, like, you get no ads, so you're you're happy for it because you're paying for the content and you're enjoying the content. Um, and it's just it's just that's why I want the you the the blue thing, like it's not for the vanity check mark or to be able to, I don't know, jump into Scarlett Johansson's DMs or something. You know, <laughs> it's funny you should say that because I went to Twitter blue because I was trying to find Elon Musk. I assume he'd be under like trending or something. And one yeah. of the first celebrities that popped up was Scarlett Johansson. Oh, was it really? Yeah. <laughs> nice. But uh, yeah, it's it's just like you can't tell anyone between anyone anymore unless you go to their profile and click on it. Unless you know what their handle is. Yeah. And no one knows that. I barely know my own. What is yours? I don't know. Like, yes, Cruthy, I think. I think mine's like Ash Indominus or some shit. It would have been so much easier just to keep it the same as what my bloody name is. Yeah. Oh no! What was it? 
Yeah, Yes Crew 3. <laughs> As if there was, like, other Yes Crews. Generally there was. I wouldn't have had three in here otherwise. Wouldn't Speaking of, um, it's actually a really good transaction. Speaking of, like, paying people money and whatnot, I saw a thing on Twitter, was it last month? I know I said to you guys last week, I'm sure I said it was, like, last month or the mm. month before. There was a content creator, I can't remember the name, so I don't know how big they were, that had put up a job advertisement, which was to sit in their stream and just be active and like positive and just be a community member. And he was paying like £5 an hour or something. So it did make me think what would be, because £5 isn't a lot. But could you sit and be paid to sit in someone's stream that you didn't necessarily like? Could oh, it was three pound an hour. It was something like three pound an hour. It was like two or three pound per hour. So, Ash, you want to? Uh, sorry, not Ash. Uh, Aaron, do you want to go first? Go yeah, because I've I've had the talk with these two already, so I'm curious. Like, what would be the minimum amount that it would take for you to sit in someone's stream that you didn't like and just be a positive community member? Oh, that I didn't like. Yes, yeah, so like not necessarily a, like look, can't you, stand or don't agree with. Yeah, you oh, did. It, you but did this I just me. don't. I just don't like their content or something. Yeah. Oh, um, like say you just sort of thought, oh, I'll I'll do it for that amount, and then you started watching and realized that you didn't like their content. So, like for example, if you like, oh yeah, well, sorry, like, Kev, I get, I get it. I get it. You don't have to give me an example. <laughs> I, I, I get it. Are you sure? Yes. Me with legal legends is the example. Oh, you well, I watch you anyway, but I watch you for you. I don't. Like, I hate League of Legends. Yeah, I, I don't really it. care for it, but um, I still watch I, I you, but just because we're on. friends, and I like you. But uh, I, I'm oh. going to go get a tissue to cry of, of happiness. Are you sure it's to cry? And to come. <laughs> <laughs> um, as for the m minimum amount, probably like... Uh, yeah, I'd say about... What, four or five pounds an hour? You would do it for about five pounds? That's interesting. No. I can't remember what. It depends on the size. Yeah, it does heavily. But it, it does, but they're asking you to be active. So I think if you didn't say something for a while and they thought you were lurking a little bit more, they'd probably pick up on it. Mm. So you'd be constantly trying to make conversation or like put messages in their chat. You've essentially think... got to be a hype man. It would be to slightly in a, in a easier person, yeah. for someone with a little bit of size because you can sort of interact with the other members of chat. Yeah, because you'll have that sort of like back and forth. But like in that description, you could have someone who's paying you and you are literally their only viewer. And once every like 10 to 15 minutes, you need to say something to remain active. And you're just essentially peddling a conversation that you don't want to have. Yeah, I'd code a bot to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I would literally just get a bot. Oh, how are you enjoying the game? <laughs> just put random responses or something. Oh, sick skill move, bro. And then if you and then if they say, "Oh, which which one or whatever," oh, I didn't didn't do nothing. Then I'll say, "Sorry, stream delay." <laughs> stream delay. <laughs> <laughs> but no. So the the way Ash described this to us the other day. It was like a certain, like for example, yeah, we, we I can't, we can't name who it is. Yeah, we we had like a certain person, for example, that likes to headbutt the camera, uh, 
and lose their streaks. And I was like, no, there's no amount of money in the world that you'd get. Oh, me if to... it's him, a lot mm. more. No, I wouldn't even do it. Like, no yeah, amount of money. We like, were saying could... we, we could pay him, like, what, a grand or two grand? Like, effectively, what his bills and more would be an hour. And he said he still wouldn't do it, just out of principle. Like, if there's something that I don't want to do, I will not do it. Like, end of, end of story. There's no, you could, you could offer me Twitter. Like, with no bills. And you, everything that I'd have. You'd be stupid not to accept that. Yeah, I'd be stupid not to accept it, but I wouldn't. Just out of principle, because I, I, just, I just can't. If, if I dislike someone and dislike their content, I won't watch them. Like, end of story. Like, you can't pay me to do it either, because if I'm not enjoying it something, I want my time to be felt as if it's, like, valued. Yeah. Rather than, oh, I'm just doing it for the sake of it. It's like, the, the, the jobs that I've quit because, like, I couldn't get any value out of it, and my time was essentially being wasted, because there was no progression path, or, like, there was no way to get on or challenge myself, I quit the job. Like, and I was, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I was fortunate enough to have another one lined up because I made sure to line one up before I quit so I could go straight into another one and do the same thing there. Just make, get on as, 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 get as high up as I can and just like push myself to earn as much more money as I can. But with, it's the same with content. If I don't like it, I won't. I, well, I told you, like, there was a friend of mine or old friend of mine used to watch. Yeah. I was, I was there for them. Uh, I didn't particularly like their content. I wasn't, and like, if I didn't like the game, I wouldn't watch it. I would put it on lurk, I'd mute it or whatever, but I wouldn't watch it, wouldn't engage on nothing like that, even though I was friends with them. Um, just there as, as a number of support. But then if it was, even though I didn't like the content, if there was games that I enjoyed watching, watching play or the games that I was interested in, then I would interact. But there was, there'd be no way that in a certain person's stream, uh, you could pay me any amount of money and I would, no. Not chance. I still think I, you're I, crazy. I, well, they don't call me King Crazy for nothing. I, I, like, I was thinking, though, with the response, like it, what you just said there with, like, I wouldn't even accept Twitter. I'd be curious to hear what uh, Queen would say about that. If she found out that you refused Twitter to watch an hour of someone's stream, <laughs> would well, she slap you for it? She, I'm, I'm, I, I could ask her, but she, she, she would see where I'm coming from. Oh yeah, I, I agree that she would see where you're coming from, but it's what I was getting at before. She would Everyone also see where she'd be going surprised. if you had Twitter. Yeah, yeah it, but you, you could literally use Twitter to cancel the guy out. <laughs> I could, yeah. And then you've just denied that. You know what, but that's you get, not... You get what I mean. Yeah, but like, yeah. an hour doing something that you bloody can't outstand. It's only an hour though. No, I know, but... Like you could literally, a... like, even what if, if it's was... my last hour, what if I die of like a brain aneurysm from watching okay. the content? <laughs> but you could like, do what like... a shitty way to go. Literally headbutting do... the, the, the life out of me. You could do like the world a whole favor and just be like, listen, I've been paid a billion pounds to watch your stream for an hour. At the end of that hour, you have to end the stream and quit streaming for the rest of your life, and I will no, give you because... a million pounds. And I no, guarantee you I they would accept I that. Fucking do that. No. no, 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 no. Like the thing is, I've got like like morals and stuff where I wouldn't put my name to something, or I wouldn't pretend to enjoy something if I wasn't enjoying it. It's, it's what the same to thing. For. No, I know, but <laughs> <laughs> didn't say you it's... had to use your account. Uh, you said like 
You, that's a good point. That's you a very have good to watch point. it. I didn't very good point. Maybe on an alt account, but I st- again, <laughs> I still really wouldn't want to do it at all. It's like the the money that you could have earned from the Raid Shadow Legends things, the ads that you're doing. Like, I don't like the game. I don't want to endorse the game, no matter what amount of money. It's, I think it's almost two grand now that they've offered me in total. And I, I, I get that because no. that's your name, but like I've been paid minimum wage to work 10-hour shifts to have people shouting at me because their chips were cold. I can sit <laughs> there for an hour and listen to someone drone on when I don't really like what they're doing or what they're saying. To be to fair, get though, that's your fucking fault. You shouldn't be serving cold chips. <laughs> no, to, that's not I, my I fault. I get where he's coming from. The customer's not always fucking right. I had a customer have a goat me because I didn't put gloves on when I was touching the buns, despite the fact she watched me wash my hands. And she still got the same fucking buns because she's too busy arguing with me to notice. Like, <laughs> mate, I'd take your buns. They were dirty. I understand about <laughs> you. I understand people being upset about chips being cold, but I did not cook your chips. And unless you want me to feel all of your chips before I bring them to your table, I don't know that they are cold. How long did it take you for them? Did it take you to take them to the the? How long were they you, on the, like the, you, the hot plate kind of thing? Typically within a couple of minutes, but again, I'm not always in control of how fast that food comes out of the kitchen from the hot plate to, to from that, the hot window the to the it's table. It's just on the tills. It's not at all in your control. It was a, it was a thing with um, where, where I was working. We had um, server assistants who would help run tables food. So if you were jam-packed with your tables, like doing their drinks and things like that, they would also be responsible for taking the food to the table. Mm-hmm. So it was always a, not always a case of I've delivered that food to the table, but it was still my fault. But yeah, it's so a it's, case it's of... It's be your fault, because like in, I'm not saying it is your fault, but I'm saying I can understand from a customer's point of view and as like a worker and a business person's point of view where it is your fault. Because I you're essentially the front, of the, you're the front of the the company, aren't you? You're, like, yeah, you're no, their server. I understand the, the anger behind it, but there is a way to say to someone, excuse me, my chips are cold, can you fix this issue? Yeah, right, Once you've given them a chance I to do. fix the issue, if they don't fix it, then you can get angry. But at least uh, alert them of the issue and ask them to fix it before going, yeah. you little fucking shit, my chips are fucking cold, and fucking throwing a Karen. That's fair enough. By the way, Aaron, it's fine. I had one before we started, so go enjoy your poop. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's already gone. Yeah, I think he already went. <laughs> but no, I, I I agree with what Ryan. There's a way of saying it. Yeah, I, I is, hate customers just... that just at you. Oh, my chips are cold. You should lose your job or X Y Z. It's like, oh, no, yeah. that's not how that fucking works. This, yeah, there's dickheads like that because they've been either dragged up or they're just entitled pieces of shit, and they're the people on mm. Twitter that are, like getting offended on behalf of someone else mm. that got offended or whatever ten years ago. You know. So it's it's just they're the Karens of the world. They need to go to a place like uh, what is it, the Karen Diner or whatever it's called. Have you seen? Have you guys seen? Yeah, that? yeah where they you pay to be insulted or something. I, I would fucking it. love to work there. I would um, love to work there so badly. One thing like, I've there, seen lately. I would, love to work. I, I would work there for free for a week at least. One thing I've seen there that I'm not particularly a fan of though is um, there's a bit of a trend going around at the moment where people are taking their nans there. <laughs> I, I saw it. It's fucking without amazing. telling without telling them the concept of the restaurant. No, I think that's a bit unfair. But I think if the nun's fine with it, 
It's not like, though. You you look. You've got to gauge how that person is. If that person is going to get offended and then throw hands, yeah, yeah maybe it's not them. best. You don't take them. Like I've, I've seen ones where and say, like the nan's been really upset, and it's I've like no, that's out of order. There's ones I've where seen... they're like, "Oh, you cheeky rascal," and they'll have banter back with them. Yeah, that's funny. Oh, I've seen some of the. I've seen, there was this one. Uh, this sweet old lady she she went in there and she she was like gobsmacked her jaw just dropped and she's like what did you say to me and, and like her daughters or, or granddaughters or whatever were around here just pissing themselves laughing recording it with a phone in her face and like she still wasn't clicking on they was like oh we have a shit time it's like you can't say that as she was waddling over to a table it was it was fantastic like they took she took it like that and it was it was hilarious and um that was a very quick poop Thank you. <laughs> hey, I take like 10, 15 minutes at least. I don't waste time, fam. Nothing's <laughs> oh, coming out one way or the other. <laughs> no, only one way. Me, I. I there is no have, other way. My guy must have fell out of you or something. Oh, <laughs> uh, you mean to push it and pull it? You say that, I'm not going to lie. I listened to a TikTok earlier where a guy had been like drinking with one of his friends and they started, like, his friends started talking about getting his prostate checked. So as a, the guy was like, oh, like, I don't know what your prostate is. What is it? And he was like, oh, it's just like this little gland thing that's in your throat. You're supposed to get it checked every now and again by the doctors. <laughs> in your throat? Yeah, in your throat. So he arranged for an appointment to get his prostate checked at his doctor's. And it was only when the doctor shoved a finger up his asshole that he realised what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> and he's proper traumatised from it. To be fair, I'd like to have that done twice. And apparently it's very natural. So, like, honestly, no, no bullshit and stuff. You guys should get it checked for for men for men's health. It is something that is important yeah. to get checked at some point in your life. Okay. Typically, Con typically, it's either if you have health issues or if you're over the age of forty. Yeah, I'd say earlier as well because there are like you can get prostate cancer a lot younger as well. You can, but it's extremely uncommon. So unless you're showing signs or symptoms or anything like that, they usually say not yeah. to worry about it too much. So check your bollocks. Check them good. Grab your the left nut, make the right one jealous. Then yeah, uh, grab the right one. Just checked. Good. <laughs> Hopefully, no lumps. It's easy. It's to, it takes like a minute, if that. Like, just check them in the shower every day. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's for your health and it's, it's all good. And you don't know what you're doing unless you're a doctor. So maybe don't stick a finger up your own bum to see if it's like an enlarged prostate or not. Just go to the doctors. It's quick. It's, it's easy. Like, yeah. Like, they just put a glove on, lube up, bonk, bonk, and it's done. Cool. Bonk, bonk. Don't, no, not bonk, bonk. <laughs> please right. don't, please don't say bonk, bonk. procedure that you've had. <laughs> well, he was a... He was, dude, he was an attractive doctor. If he, <laughs> did, if he tried anything, I wouldn't have stopped him. <laughs> did, did he have a King Charles finger by any chance? <laughs> no, he had a Hulk-sized one. Wait, that wasn't his finger. Oh. oh. Anyway... <laughs> But no, to be fair, there was there was this there was this doctor there, and she had um, a bigger mustache than uh, Steve Harvey. So I like I would have probably no, I would have been good not having it from her. To be fair, it's, she was a bit scary. Not gonna lie, but uh, yeah, it's it's honestly it's literally thirty seconds it takes. It, loop the finger up, pop it in, just have a little wiggle around to to feel it, and it's, it's good. <laughs> They, they tickle it, they give it a little tickle. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, it's super easy. Like, it's unpleasant and... Easy for you. 
Oh, doctor. Hey, he, when, when I when, <laughs> when when I turned back around, he had a smile on his face. <laughs> but no, oh, it's, yeah. it's good. Like you can have someone there with you if you want to. But ideally, if you haven't had one by the age of thirty, I highly recommend it. Just so you can just like take it off your bit, take it off your list, just to make sure that everything's all good down there. Um, what list is like? Is this just like your bucket list, or are you highly recommend the experience? Oh, don't make me go into 4 a.m. Kev. But yes, check your nuts, Like, yeah, de- definitely check yourself out for health reasons. But the way you stated that was if it was like the next big restaurant to go say to. Like, list, okay, <laughs> I was going to say bucket list by accident. I know you were. Can I just quickly interject with a uh, something? Mm-hmm. So obviously, but you know this, Ash. Before the uh, I joined the podcast chat, right? I obviously had a game of Dead by Daylight versus TTV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I just turned on Twitch, and I just saw I had an inbox. Oh, did he message you? Oh gosh! Yeah, another one. Uh, he was a Wesker, and he got absolutely shit on. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, are they all? What is it with? Uh, I I notice a trend in this very very often, but whenever a killer gets really really shit on. They say the game was unbelievably boring and unbearable. Yes! Oh my god! No, I, he, he, so he just inboxed me saying, I'm sorry, but that game was unbelievably boring and unbearable. <laughs> and then I just said, not necessarily, man, you just made bad decisions and the team was good. Jeez. It's funny no. though, it's the same as that RPD map, isn't it? Oh, that was such a boring game. It's the same, Why, it's the got... same thing as always. It's all fun and games until you lose it. Exactly. Yeah, and then suddenly it's boring and unbearable, even though, to be honest, he chased me first and I shit on him. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Same as RPD. <laughs> Did he use all the pallets? <laughs> I, just, I, I just don't get it with the hypocrisy of, like, killers saying, whenever they win, oh, it's a great game, GG well played. Oh, when they lose, oh, it was, it was unbelievably boring. What, because the people were better than you and you just played like shit? Mm-hmm. I, I would like to interject and say it does go both ways. Survivors can it does. be just as bad. It does. The, 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 thing it does noticed, the, thing, the thing I find weird is when I play Killer, if which I know is quite rare, but I've started playing it a lot more, when someone runs me, I actually enjoy it more because I'm learning more from being looped by someone than I am by just downing people for free. If that makes sense. Oh yeah, hundred percent. It's it's the challenge and like learning and being better. Like it's part of the game. Like, yeah, go. On. I just, I just don't understand it. I understand from both sides that it can be boring, but like if you as a killer choose to 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 just chase, oh my god, just chase. That was so much harder to get out than it should have been. Uh, if you just chase one survivor for the entire map five gens go by the two exit goes and then you get a download then you like still lose them or whatever or they come and save that particular survivor because they're just about to go down or something that's on you as a killer it's nothing to do with the game being boring it's just you need to manage your chases better and not like if you're not getting this person by like the first or second gen you've got to give up and you got to try someone else because that person obviously can just outplay you and you need to get pressure from somewhere else. You need to get somebody who can't loop as well 
you need to get them down so then you can get them on the hook so then that pulls more people towards that hook so then you can potentially get them down you need like, pressure it's a, it's a Which, to be it's, honest that game was bullshit as well because i spawned right next to him like i, <laughs> I, I, I literally turned around because it was on azarov's we were near the other shack and i i turn around and he's just there coming straight for me like he i spawned just on the little corner next to the door and then he spawned at the middle like just next to the other shack like the mm. main building shack and he turned around saw me immediately i saw him immediately and then the chase was on like in the first second of the game i think they've took spawns from call of duty then if that's the case Fucking bullshit. Got messed <laughs> up again because it used to be a case of spawning it to survivors, and then it never happened. And the last few times I've been swiffing with you, Aaron, I think there's been a few matches nearly every stream you've had where I've said, "Why the hell have you spawned in front of me?" Yeah, it seems to be getting a lot more common. Honestly, my mm. biggest strife with like going back to the fact that you've just had that is why did he even feel the need to message you to say the game was boring? Just move on with your life. You lost yeah, the game. Like, what was, was the point of going out of your way, looking for your Twitch, seeing you're not live, going out of his way to pull up a message just to tell you that you had a boring match? Yeah. That's but not your problem. Is, you'd need Probably to... because I was the one that shit on him. <laughs> well, it, it, it's, he's a content creator at the end of the day. Why is he making himself look bad to tell you that the game that he just had was shit? Just move on with your life. Unfortunately, a lot of the ways to blow up on your given game and things these days is to create animosity and um, toxicity and drama. But it's like, not because can't relate. even if Aaron then went live later, like an hour later, or even like Monday, mm. and the guy comes in and said, oh, I was the West Squad and I messaged you. What's mm. Aaron going to say? Oh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed that message you sent to me. Let's engage some more. He's just going to go, all right, it was a shit match. What more of it? Like, what yeah. does he gain out of sending that message? Nothing other than complaining. Nothing. What, what is it, the point? What, but people what, like to what, complain, though. What he's wanting is for Lynx's response to be, oh, fuck up, you fucking grow up, you baby. Like, something aggressive, so he can then screenshot it and be like, oh, the, the, like this person, like... And th that's what people want. They want to create that But it still goes back anger. up on him, because yeah. he's the dude that's gone and messaged him. Yeah. He's still not in the right, even if I haven't told him to fuck off. Oh, no, I'm not, I'm not saying he's in the right at all, but people will incite those sort of reactions to get a reaction. Even if it's so that the next time that they face each other, like he could down him and face camp him and be like, oh, I face camped you because you told me to fuck off last time. It's, it comes to, I think it comes to a sense of entitlement as well, because Aaron's another content creator. He can contact him directly and he can just bitch to him. Like the other people he's probably not going to see again, but because Aaron's a content creator, he's not going to exactly forget his name anytime soon, is he? But it would make more sense if he was, if he genuinely felt that he had to send a message to say to Aaron, "Oh, you were a really good looper," and get some sort of positive connection with Aaron, and then Aaron might consider, I don't know, chatting with him a little bit more if he popped into the stream, even just raiding him at one point. Mm. Like that would make more sense but that's than not sending him that message. Yeah, even if it's not it, just from a sh like a content creator or trying to grow on Twitch point of view, he shouldn't be trying to go down the negative route. It should be complimenting Aaron. And this, even if it, even if it frustrated him to the point that like he wanted to quit playing the game, just saying you played really well. And this comes down to the same thing with Ryan in TGIs or whatever he said he worked. It was it's down to people and their manners and how they've been brought up. Like whereas I would, and I'm sure you guys like when you're streaming, you're like oh shit, 
you played really well. That was that was a good fake you did on that pallet, or oh, the killer was really well. They they didn't camp slug or tunnel, but and they still like absolutely shat on us. You would actually say, wait a minute, you played well. Good job for you. Like we would. Like I know I would, and I I do. Oh, yeah. like, I, that's I'm, why I'm, I've got a disclaimer thing in mind. Like I'll I'll say things for the point of just saying them and like speaking. But yeah. sometimes I'll just be like, oh for fuck's sake, this is annoying. But I know that he's played well. I know that he's done what he needed to do, XYZ. And if they come into the chat at the end, I'll be like, Oh yeah, you you played fantastic. Exactly. I may have got frustrated that much, but you still played well. What I find is um <laughs> What the fuck is that? A lot of a lot of streamers nowadays are looking up to the things that like people are doing to get like to to blow up on the platform and like for example um i show speed like people gravitated towards him for him raging and losing his mind while playing games and they try to emulate that by being salty bastards in their own content it goes back to like old school youtube essentially what you're trying to say but it, like it, it's not even but it's not even old school like i show speed is very pretty pretty new to all of this but like you look at yep. the people at the top like xqc like he is known for his toxicity and people thrive and want to be like him but which... he's actually pretty good though isn't he uh, um, allegedly he's actually really good he's competing yeah, or every, something but everyone thinks they're good at it is, but his manners are appalling exactly every, every, but everyone thinks they're good at the game everyone thinks they're a god at the game but i am my point exactly. <laughs> My point exactly. A level are... one fanny flapped helmet scrub. Shut up. <laughs> no, like you, you, you are a really good Dead by Daylight player. But if you played in a tournament setting with people who have got like ten k plus hours, you probably wouldn't stand out as much as you do playing in Swifts with friends and solo queue. I think it, kind of what I think Kev said it. Going back to like YouTube. It's very, very similar to how Rage Quit started with whatchamacallit on Rooster Teeth. Michael but Jones, yeah. He made a point of not like telling people that he puts it on. It it's was, not it's, who he is. Yeah, it's a bit like um like Doctor Disrespect. Like he That's the he, difference. he plays an axe under a persona and that is his character that he plays. Which yeah, is fine. Same as Teeny Giant as well. Yeah. If you guys know of her. Mm-hmm. It's still like, a persona, and they don't carry that on when they're the interacting game. with people mm -hmm. in that manner. They don't, like... And people have seemed to have lost that part of it, where it's just like, oh, this... It's funny when someone rages, I'm just going to be toxic 24-7 yeah. and make everyone's life some misery. So people, people can't discern between reality and doing it for content. Yeah. And... Most of the people that are doing it are doing it because they see their content creators, favorite content creators doing it. So they think it's funny, so they want to replicate it. But then by doing that, they're not doing it for content. They're doing it to replicate somebody that they look up to. So then by them doing that, that makes other people salty and thinking, oh, the community in this game is absolutely fucking trash. So then they do it. And then it spirals out of control to make a community like League of Legends, like Overwatch, like Dead by Daylight, like Call of Duty. And it spirals like that. So it's like back in the day, KSI, PewDiePie, um, Jack Jacksepticeye, or all the 
all the other bloody what is it? Uh, Dialing Ping. Do you remember him? Yeah. Like oh, there was that, that doesn't really bells. I know all the other ones. Yeah, Dialing Ping. He's a Welsh or was a Welsh content creator, and he would basically like he would. He's the main person that I I mean in this, but like the I show speed is like old school KSI. Like Jacksepticeye and PewDiePie, they're very similar where they shout and scream and like do all these things and horror games and stuff just to get reactions. Then there's Dialing Ping, which is like they these are sort of generic to sort of um, make. Dialing Ping was like Modern Warfare Two lobbies molded into a person. Yeah, essentially. So he would he would literally just go into games, into hardcore games with an RPG or something, and just shoot everyone on the floor and just rage at people or like have a go of people or whatever just to get a kick out of them and just to get a reaction that's what type of person or type of content creator he was he was one of those guys that were toxic just to get the reactions and that's kind of the era of when it started um and like with ryan said with i show speeds he's screaming raging at games or whatever and that's what all ksi used to do he used to play like horror games he just scream he just he used to be very very animated and, and shouty and screamy um, he used to play FIFA and scream a lot as well. Um, but it's like the current trends now, they sort of like, they, they're they on a cycle. It's like this month, it might be people like I showed Speed, which is, like I said, the old school KSI. Next month, it might be um, COD because of all the Christmas noobs playing. It could be a lot of COD people just getting pissed off and it'd be like old Modern Warfare 2 lobbies again, which is like dialing ping era. And, and like the month after it could be horror streamers uh, horror content creators where just everyone is screaming and just being overacting to be scared uh, and, and just trying to milk it but people are always trying to get noticed and the way they do it is just not good and then the people that do um, get bad reactions and are toxic in games they then wonder after they've made content that have got millions of views, why that particular game has got a bad name for a community. And, and like, there's a lot of toxic people within that game. It's a lot like, of the problem is, is the people that do blow up because of toxicity, you tend to see them stick around for longer because as soon as they start to become a little bit irrelevant, they'll do something that contains a little bit of shock factor. And then yes. all of a sudden there's like 50,000 articles and 17 other YouTubers all making videos on this one incident. And it's like, that keeps them relevant. And then more and more people see it. It's so much... Uh, I don't want to say it's easier, but it is slightly easier to blow up for wrong reasons than it is to blow up for right reasons. It is. Like, there's someone last year... I want to say last year. Like, I'm not going to say the name of him. But uh, they had... They, they've made multiple videos on a certain a lot bigger streamer in Dead by Daylight and they've blown up from him and now they've become partner and everything because of the, the ongoing beef kind of thing. They've settled it now. There's, um, there's one that sticks in my mind at the moment and it comes from um, Spook and Jukes does uh, videos quite often where members of his community or other people will point him in the direction of streamers who are particularly toxic and he'll highlight their behaviour as being unacceptable and things like that. And what he tends to do is he will not name the toxic streamer, but he'll mm. shout out the people who had to deal with the toxic streamer and done so in um, like 
the correct manner of like just ignoring the toxicity and trying to continue with playing the game and how they choose the to. Yeah. So like um he done one where he gave a code name for the streamer. It was fairly simple to figure out who the hell he was on about. This streamer um went on to um basically harass him, um threaten lawsuits against him. Um there was comments made about Spook and Duke's kids and things like that in videos that this person made. He was then banned off Twitch for, I think, a week or two weeks. But since he's come back, because of all the drama and everything around it, his numbers have like almost doubled. Are we on about taller toast here? Indeed. <laughs> I had no idea who it was. But I, so, no, I, his, his, I don't either. His Twitch name is Taller Toast. Um, Kev, to put him in context for you, if you think Uwu is toxic, Taller Toast would make him look like a child. To be fair, I already think Uwu was a child anyway, to be fair. He is he is bad, and I mean, like, he was calling Spook and Jukes a bad father and things just because he made a video about him being toxic in Dead by Daylight. He called him a bad father? Yeah. That's not particularly toxic. No, but like, like... Was he being more graphic with it? Yeah. Right, okay, that makes more sense then. Things like that. Um... But basically, in the first video that was made, he blurred out his vi- he blurred out his face. He never mentioned his actual Twitch name once, and called him um, Smallbread. That's Small. not that far off, to be fair. It's not That's that far off. It's not defamatory in any way. It's you can't sort of identify it from that. You you can. <laughs> now you that you said though. it is small bread to total total I wouldn't have had an idea but like I've, because t- I've never heard of him I wouldn't but as soon as you said it was if I had heard of total I would have guessed it was him yeah exactly but it's not defamating his character if they're not Mm-mm. saying anything but linking it directly to him yeah so yeah that was quite I, interesting. I could literally make what was it small bread did you say yeah I could have I could make an account called small bread and say hey you're uh, defaming me this is my character and they <laughs> call me this that and the other I think Ash is a small bread here, isn't he? <laughs> no, but he's, he's between like <laughs> six and seven foot. <laughs> uh, I think, going back to what we were saying though, I think Chris put it best. You you get home from work and you just want to sit and chill on a game. Mm. And I know we used to have it in Modern Warfare 2 lobbies, but no one wants to come onto a game now and just deal with shit all of the fucking time. Whether it be Dead by Day, like Overwatch, League of Legends, whatever it is. Yeah, I agree. You should be able to mute. You should be able to do in every single game what you can do in League of Legends. So just mute everything. Yeah. So there's there's a different there's there's quite a few things. So in Modern Warfare, in the new COD, you can mute people individually. You can mute everyone, uh, but then there's still like a text chat. I'm still like trying to figure out how to get onto it. But I I saw people. I clutched a search and destroy last night it was like a two or three v one uh and they said like nice and oh well played and stuff was coming up on my screen i was like where the hell is that coming from and i was pressing like t and everything on the keyboard didn't have a clue what it was so there's still a way to talk in chat so i don't know how to turn that off um i've not really looked because it doesn't come up that often i think that was the first or second time it's ever done it sounds like it's like a d-pad thing where you just click it to put nice gg or like over there whatever that's ah right, okay. How you're saying it, that's what it sounds like. Yeah, that's that's what I thought, like Rocket League, right? Yeah. Um But uh so you can mute people like that, but then there's a text chat. So in League of Legends, they've got like pretty much all of the above. They got voice chat. You can opt you can just join it if you want to. 
or not. And then if you do join it, you can mute or turn the volume down of certain people. They've got text chat. They've got all text chat, so you can talk or roast or whatever people on the other side, uh, well, the enemy team. Then if you hold tab to open up the scoreboard, there's three options to mute people. So in League of Legends, you can ping, uh, kind of similar what you can do on Overwatch, I think. I think you can ping people in Overwatch. What you used to be able to do in Call of Duty until, uh, you know when you press up on the D-pad and it would tag someone that you've seen or saying that you go into a location? That actually gave you wall hacks. Because if you targeted a person with them, it would watch them all through the windows, all through like behind buildings and stuff like that. You could literally track them as if you had wall hacks. So they disabled it. That's why it doesn't exist anymore yet. But um, you can, there's like a pinging system saying, oh, pinging someone on the map, say, oh, this I'm coming here, or there's an enemy close, that kind of thing. So you can disable pings from people because people ping constantly just to annoy you. So okay. you can you can mute that. There's emotes, which you can put like, you can do your, your mastery, how good you are with the character, whatever, it shows up your, your skill icon or whatever. You can put like, happy sad or whatever emotes it's kind of like the similar to sprays but it shows above your head and it shows a little notification in the left side you can mute them and you can mute chat as well so there's loads of different ways that you can mute sort of social interaction you can mute it so you don't receive anything at all no chat no pings no emotes nothing from the enemy team you can just mute all of it if you wanted to as well so all the games should have something like that just built into it like dvd kind of has it um not very well. Uh, yeah, it's not very well. Like, you can just press the chat icon and it just disables the chat. That's pretty much it. That's all you need to do. And then it doesn't show up unless you click on the chat. But well, then, this... even doing that, you've still got the thing of, for example, the consoles. They can go out of your way to message you unless you have that disabled. Yeah, on... but they can do that on any game. They can, yeah. And then, obviously, streaming it from Twitch, even if you've got it muted, they'll just come to your Twitch and doing there like what i don't get what they because a lot of the people that deal with it don't even give them a rise i don't understand what they get out of it i just think they want someone to complain and to blame because that's what people do these days people mm. are always finding someone else to blame for the reason why they played bad it's like 99 percent of the time i own up to me playing shin like unless i say so oh well I think I did that well. That should have been fine or whatever. And then if I can, if I go back, for example, if it's on a stream and see that it, I was totally off or whatever, and I fucked up, yeah, I'll, I'll be, I'll admit, yeah, that's me. But then people, there's a lot of people that don't feel as if they can do wrong. And I think, for example, the the guy that came to Aaron's stream and messaged him, he didn't yeah. feel like he did anything wrong. He thought that he should have won that game, blah blah blah, because he doesn't want to admit to himself and that he got outplayed. And to do that, so in any way, who's he blaming? He's not blaming Aaron. He's blaming the game for being boring. He didn't want to admit that Aaron was a good survivor. He didn't want to admit that Aaron looped him for 5 billion gents. He just wanted to blame the, the game on being boring. So he, he wanted something to blame and say, oh, well, that game was boring. Just, just so he could feel better about it himself, playing like an absolute toaster. Mm. So I think that's where it is. I think that's where it lies, because the amount of times that... I guess you've had it as well, but the three of us um, have had probably multiple times people coming in after we've played Killer or Survivor, 
and then either your fellow survivors or like the killer that you've gone against or like the other survivors if you're a killer they've come in and said oh yeah why with a sweaty build or just come in just to abuse you just for the sake of it but then you do get the ones this oh ggs i was the meg or ggs i was the ace you played really well i even or, had it I've, i i had it playing um I fucking lie generally this this <laughs> this was this was back in the day when ranks existed and I was a rank 20 huntress on the game. On on the game, and they three gen themselves, and slowly but surely I killed them off. They were all at rank 1 at the time. Um, which, I know even back then, rank didn't really make much difference, but still, like, rank 1 should not be playing against a rank 20 huntress. But that was, that was the situation. They got into a three gen. Because I played Survivor long enough, I sort of knew just to not leave the three gen. And... Yeah. Slowly but surely, you killed them all, and they got really pissed off with that. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm not even a good killer. I M one most of you. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, that's, if Ash you're is ranked turning one, right now. If if you're ranked one and you three gen, you shouldn't be rank one. Just, mm, I don't know. It was. I know it's different back then. Hit rank one. Like, it's not hard to hit rank one now. All you need to do is just urban evade self care and botany was... knowledge. Just the thing is, it's not hard. It's, the match. Oh, it's no. not hard sometimes to think that you're not going to three gen and realize actually that is a bit of a three gen. Like the problem they had was I had a gen, I had like two gens upstairs and the other gen was downstairs, but it was in the middle of the two gens, so I didn't need to go downstairs to look at it. I could hear it as I was walking over it. If that makes yeah, sense. So, like, oh, that was on... before they did the sound revamp as well, wasn't it? Yeah. So you could literally hear yeah. everything through everything. So that's from like that's from me. Like it was a case of they didn't really three gen that badly, but because it was on the game and it was over two floors, I didn't have to leave the top floor. Yeah, that's fair enough. Then. But still, but it, it can happen in a lot of games. Like there's a lot of games I've played in now where like. Sometimes you can't do anything but three gen. Even if, unless you're running a four man squad and you're actually talking about it, like it's quite easy to three gen. It's quite easy if, like you said, yeah, you're in a random. But I do sort of, if I'm playing solo queue, I do actively think, look, if I'm not running the killer, I need to go into the mm. middle of the map, get that gen done first, or the closest thing to the middle of the map that I can get that gen first and then sort of like scout around um if i haven't scouted already but then i do try and prioritize this so we do have the furthest away generators as possible mm. um and that's that's mainly if i'm in a mood that i want to have half decent games and not get like tunneled or like screwed over by shitty solo queue teammates that's it's not even just thing. that though, like even by you doing that, if that's the start of the game and the first person run, like say you spawn and all three of you go to separate gens and they chase the one person, like you could pop three gens at once and you could be left with some sort of three gen, regardless yeah. of what you do. It's like, for, for, for example, on what Mother's, is it Mother's Dwelling, the one with the big thing in the middle? Yeah. So if you get... The two gens, sometimes it's, is it two gens or three gens that spawn on that side? What? No, not Mother's Dwelling. What's the, what's the Yamaoka one? Is it one where the heads Sanctum follow you? Sanctum Wrath. Oh, is it that one? No. The one where the heads follow you and it's like a hit Yeah, it's that one. Yeah. 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 So on the, on, the, on the one side, there's like two, 
gens that spawn there, then there's one in the middle. Sometimes there's three, right? Sometimes one spawns in the killer shack or just outside of it. I think. Typically, you get three gens on either side and then the one gen in the middle, but you can have instances. You can get four and two. Where you get four Yeah, and you two. can get four and two, yeah. So if you do the two gens on the one side and the one in the middle. Thinking like there's a third gen. down there. Yeah, thinking that it's a third down there, that you fucked. Yeah, it happens. So it's yeah. it's just one of those things. But it was like the, the the point. Like people will always find excuses as to why it wasn't their fault that they lost the game. Yeah, it's like if I've lost because of a three gen, I'm seeing, I'm thinking like, oh fuck, we gotta play like super sweaty and like try and get get rid of this three gen. So we gotta prioritize some certain stuff. And like if we don't, it's like oh fuck, we'll we screwed up because we three gen. Like, the, the killer had good pressure to keep us away from the other gens or whatever while we got busy doing the three gen. And it's, it's down to us, really. Indeed. And um, one thing I did want to ask as well. So there's a lot of things about, like, the things that are being changed. So, for example, like, Twitter making the changes they are for, like, the video uploads and things like that. Um, but... We do talk a lot about what Twitch does and doesn't do. So my curiosity <laughs> was, what would a new or existing streaming platform need to do to convince you to leave Twitch? YouTube. Like, YouTube yeah, I is... I think we have touched on this, actually. We've, We've touched, touched on it before. Yeah. A couple of times here and there, but we haven't dedicated it as a question. We've... Oh, no, we, we've not dedicated, like, a whole segment to it. Yeah, we've debated Twitch... And said, oh, if YouTube does this, then, like, whatever. Like, I think what Twitch needs to do is, like, what we, I think we talked about this last week, where Twitch needs to have a VOD system or VOD something in place for discoverable content. That's the biggest thing they need to do. No complaining about, oh, well, uh, your streams cost us millions a year. That's why we can't, uh, that's why we can't afford to keep the lights on for you. Unless we ha take 50% of your subs. No. It's like, like for example, um, on YouTube, you can have your, you can stream on YouTube. You can then upload the YouTube stream to YouTube and it stays there. Like, you can do that. There's also, but like Twitch has the feature of highlighting a video for you to be able to keep like a segment of a stream. You on can highlight your Twitch. a whole stream. You can highlight a whole stream as well. I've done it in the yeah, past. You can highlight the, a whole the problem stream. is, is that when you go to someone's page, like if they're not live, the first things you should be seeing is that highlighted content, the stuff that they want you to see. Uh, That's actually a good show. That is but the yes, thing I, that I does agree. that for Twitch. You can uh, post a highlight thing that plays when someone visits your channel. Yeah, I, I think I, Aaron I, has one. I was getting one at one point. What? I've got a channel Wait, trailer. Yeah, is channel that trailer. That's, yeah, that's exactly what I mean. It's, yeah, but when like, you're not live, it is what you play to sort of give them a taste of what your channel's about. But a, ch a channel trailer is 60 seconds long. It's, yeah, and it's, you, it's you not get... long enough, but it's still something. But you get, and that, you, like... that's coming recently. But it doesn't no, I... get you into that person's content, and the only reason why you see that content is if they either see you in somebody else's chat and then go to your profile, or they go directly to it, because they're not going to discover you while you're offline. Mm. Because that's the thing with Twitch. If you're not streaming, you're not getting that potential audience. Oh no, I, I get that, but I'm I'm saying there is something for when you go to the channel. It's, it it, it yeah. exists. My my point more being in that is it could be a lot better than what it is. It could be. 
As for the um the whole thing with like keeping vods and whatnot, there is a lot of content creators that do just have a YouTube on the side specifically to upload the past vods on. Because mm. I, that, I like... know of about three or four that are big that do it. So where do they put the vod? Sorry. They so they download the or upload it straight to YouTube from. Twitch. Oh right, yeah. That's to be fair. That I was gonna do that if I'm honest. But uh, I I think. In order for another platform to come out, it's it's kind of like you need to merge YouTube and Twitch right now. Mm. Like if you if you were to merge YouTube and Twitch, you'd get it. But in thinking realistically, the only company that is going to take over uh, Twitch is YouTube, because it doesn't matter whether or not us four started our own streaming platform. There is no way, shape, or form we will be able to overtake any of those because either any new features that come out that we think of, any new features that are potentially industry like firsts or anything that will blow up, it will be copied. Whether or not it's by Instagram, whether or not it's by TikTok, whether or not it's by YouTube or Twitch or both, or all of them, they have developers that will be able to reverse engineer our code and figure out the way to do it and possibly either iron out bugs or put more fucking bugs in there. Because you know what one of the big companies are like. They'll do something half-assed, it'd screw up, and then they'd need to fix it. The the question would be between the patenting of that technology. If you could uh, you, patent you, the it's idea... To, it's very difficult to patent technology. Yeah. It, th- th- I, I know it is. Um, a, lot, a lot of the times what people will do is patent it in a way where people can use your technology, but they have to then pay you royalties for doing so. I can't remember exactly what the term of it is. They, like, they don't need your permission to do so, but if you if you could prove that they were using your concept or idea patent that was, like, you've that's, got patented, that they would the have to pay royalties for it. You can't, con, uh, you can't patent an idea. Not so much the idea, but, like, if you were to build a certain what piece of code that done a certain feature, like, you could patent that feature... There's, an, there's ways around it that you can code it that can, you can do exactly the same thing but a more tedious and arduous way of like coding it is yeah. not good like this, it'll be practically impossible if I'm honest it, it, it's, like, it's like look at Twitch's um, subs yeah right? it's the same as the YouTube YouTube memberships members. exactly the same the and only I'm assuming diff- Twitch has it patented yeah or tries to or whatever but the only differences that I can see I've never subscribe to anyone like that or, or joined a membership on YouTube but I do know that you can set it to a minimum price of $1 or 99 cents or whatever it is and I think it can go up to 100 so you can put as many tiers or whatever as you want to and between $1 and $100 mm-hmm. um, I'm as far as I'm aware I'm not sure how the emotes work so I know they work in obviously the membership channel but I'm not sure if they work across the entirety of YouTube I don't um, believe I'm, so so that's one thing that it can't do that is a feature that what could happen on YouTube would improve it. Um, the Obviously, the discoverability on YouTube is absolutely fantastic for compared to, to, to Twitch because not only that, like th- there's so many different possibilities. Like I think I've said this before, but like if you're live on YouTube and somebody's watching your video, say I'm watching Aaron's like Clips of the Month video and he's live on YouTube at the same time, there should be an automatic banner placement this person is now live, or our Apocalypse is now live. Click mm. here to watch. And then, like, you know the cards at the end? 
when it puts like a video best for the viewer or something or whatever video you put it should have a, like a preview or something of the of of the live stream if he's live and say aaron it's not live click here to watch or, or it'll automatically play you know when it, you just leave your youtube on and then it just like automatically plays the next video it should have something like that because it is something like that is so easy to implement into youtube it, it's unbelievable like it's it's crazy my curiosity like, behind this was from the whole thing that we started off with with twitter taken over by elon musk like yeah. youtube has their own thing uh twitch has their own thing facebook gaming did try to compete for a while but didn't get it right and yeah. i'm pretty sure is it gone now facebook gaming or no facebook gaming the app facebook gaming as an app is is gone but yeah it's still is like still on facebook yeah like I would wonder, I it, like, even Inst- Instagram has the go live feature. Like, everything has a feature to go live now. And yeah. I wonder if Elon Musk might try to crack that with Twitter as well. In which point uh, you, you would can have go live on Twitter. I was going to say, can't you? I'm sure I've seen people you can. go live on Twitter. Yeah. Like, Ninja streamed on Twitter. Like, there's loads of people. I see. I haven't seen anything like that. And what I'm saying, like, it's not that widely known. It's not. It's not seen as like it's a competitor. Not widely, to, no. It's not. It's not seen as a competitor to Twitch or YouTube or anything like. Of like, course not. Would but would he invest in that sort of thing? I doubt him. If he thinks he's he can make money off it, unless he somehow pulled out of his ass uh, subscription based system, um, where if you got subs- if you got Twitter Blue, you can get a free sub to people each month, kind of like the Twitch Prime. Mm-hmm. Then you need bits, so you could call it tweets or birds or something. I don't bloody know. Um, or uh, something seed. sort of seeds. Be yeah. just making it an entirely separate project. There's no reason yeah. to integrate it into. He could, he could have something completely Twitter different to what he makes. Yeah. But I don't see any point to make Twitter a stream. It's like it's like Amazon owning Twitch. Yeah, like yeah. you can use like Prime if, on Amazon to get things. So if, like, if Elon if Elon was going to do that, he would need to significantly sort of invest a lot of time and get something into it fairly sharpish. But I I doubt for now. At least I don't see it happening. But my thing would be if he turned like if you were to speak, if you were to work for Elon Musk and he turned around and said, I want you to design a streaming platform for people to to be able to go to to compete with Twitch. What would you put on there to see? What would would your things? The biggest thing is um, video on demand content, VOD content and make that a priority, just like YouTube has. But then also you need to that to have that discoverability. You need proper discoverability. Something that's trending. So for example, if somebody just got a, an influx of viewers, whether or not it's someone being raided mm. by a, a bigger streamer or a smaller streamer, or somebody's just like when we finish our streams, we raid out to somebody, right? Mm. If you get obviously you find pleasure in raiding somebody else because of like you like that person, you like their content. So if somebody's being raided then push their content higher up on the screen. For example, if you're looking for new Dead by Daylight streamers, if somebody is sharing their community with someone else, they've obviously got a, a certain liking towards them. So then if you're into Dead by Daylight, you might more likely be interested in this. Or it's the same thing with smaller streamers, like have a promotion side for smaller streamers. So for example, like 10 viewers and under, like saying, oh, um, Smaller streamers deserve love too, kind of like in a ban- banner mm. sort of separate section and push those mm. to the top. So I have think. certain hours of the day sort of promoting different types of streamers all the time. 
And then if you've got VOD content, and like I said, have a banner or have an interactive snippet or like have uh, like a live thumbnail, for example, where it's like, you know, picture in picture mode. Have you, have you seen that? Like in some of the ads on Twitch where you've got the ad on the video screen and then in the top right corner, you can still see the screen. Uh, so, sorry, still see the screen. Yes, it's tiny, yeah, but have that actually overlaying, have that picture-in-picture mode overlaying the ad rather than pointing somewhere off in the screen where it's tiny. Have it maybe the top third. So if any of you work with cameras, there's like the rule of thirds. So you separate the, the screen into three and then three more. So it's like three columns of three boxes. Have it in the top right third. So you can see that while you're still watching the video. And then if you see, oh, they're live playing Dead by Daylight, you can click on that little third and then it takes you instantly from one part of their content to the live part of their content. And then have, uh, well, I think Twitch still has it. I'm not too sure. But remember when you had friends lists and, and stuff like that on, it was the, the stupidest feature they've, they've had. They, if I'm they, Twitch got rid of they got rid of it. Yeah. So, uh, and then if you like watch people, it's like, oh, um, Apocalypse viewers also watch this person. Like have something like that. And then, they if do have that on the side of Twitch. Yeah, there is, there is a. And they still have it. Oh, it's yeah. recommended right at the bottom, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But that's all. I I've noticed that's only op. Like if you're watching Apocalypse at that time, it says Apocalypse viewers always watch. Um, um, uh, uh, maybe interested in watching or whatever it's called. Mm. It's like recommended essentially, but it's you got to scroll down, like to see it. It's not sort of apparent on the mm. screen, especially if you're following a lot of people. See, I, I would, I would, have, sorry. sorry, go on. I was going to say Twitch, I know, because you were saying like, oh, there should be a little bit more um, discoverability when someone raids into someone else. Twitch does have a sort of similar feature for that on their homepage, but it's for the wrong thing. Mm. It's for hype trains. Yes. If there's a hype train going on, they immediately get put on there so people can see where the hype trains are. As I much don't as think I... it should be that. I agree to it for a, because I think under a certain over over a certain amount of viewers, you shouldn't be put there. But they, yeah, they already have something there, so it'd be nice to see them do a similar thing with raiding as well. Yeah, like they yeah, already th have that. I think it's like yeah. I've just opened up the Twitch thing now, so I've got the front page on Twitch where I've got somebody on a just chatting screen. I'm not sure what it is. It's a DJ, I think, and then there's like five others, but there's three thousand people watching that person, seven and a half with that yeah. one, thirteen hundred. It's all like huge people. I don't think they should be there regardless. I think they should just get rid of that unless there's a special event going on, um, which I think there is at this weekend. Which yes, yeah, it's kind of like destroying my uh, logic here, but th these people aren't playing the game. It's like a Splatoon and Pokemon crossover mm. event yeah. all weekend. But none of the people on the f on my front page are playing that game. Well, when you scroll down, they do have recommended smaller communities, which is sort of put to you, so mine's all DVD. They do also have whilst Apocalypse is offline, so people that play similar things to Apocalypse. Yeah, that's also... Like, they, they do have discoverability, but it's just no one goes it's and not scrolls good. through the homepage. Exactly. They for me, I've got this is uh it's the add on, I think it's BTTV, I think it is. Um, where it automatically opens up all of my followed accounts on the left hand side. So I check that first yeah. to see That's if there's anyone watching. 
Yeah, and then underneath it says recommended challenge channels. And then when you click on someone's stream, it said like Apocalypse Views also watch. So it's like a, another recommendation based on the person that you're watching. But with you, so I'll just read out what I've got on my front page. So I've got that big banner that takes up one third of the screen. So then another thing is that the thing where it's like just chatting and then you can scroll through the like no, it's recommended. This, yeah, it's like the front page is like Splatoon cross Pokemon event, and then it's got like six people or whatever it is on the front page. Yeah which aren't playing the, the game that they're trying to promote. Yeah. So then it's got live channels we think you like. Then CS, then CSGO, which mm -hmm. I have i don't even think I've watched CSGO. It's because that's what... It's some sort of competitive thing. Yeah, I, supposed to be big yeah. Now. I think that's yeah. what it's there I, Yeah, I know, I, know, I know what it is. I just don't watch it. <laughs> oh, I don't but, either, but I'm just... But yeah, like for somebody that actually plays CSGO and... Like, you'd think that, I think I've streamed it once or twice back in the day, but like, for you to have it as well, to have no interest in it, or like you haven't played it or streamed it or whatever, for it to be shown on your screen, stupid. Then underneath that, I've got games, IRL, it's categories, it's like the first, like, five basic categories. So games, IRL, music, esports, and creative. Yeah. Then underneath that, I've got categories which think you'd like, which, yeah, that's good enough. Then I've got recently released games. Mm -hmm. Then I've got recently released games... That are being streamed. Uh, that are being streamed, and then I've got recommended smaller communities, yep. and then underneath that I've got while Apocalypse is offline, then recommended DVD channels, recommended League channels, Sonic channels, all about the hype train, then clips we'd think you like, indie game time, uh, drops from loot, uh, the the reward thing that they've got if you watch a certain amount of streams. The entire the way the discoverability and everything is set up on this website is shit. I, I rather than it's having terrible, it could be better. They, be they've got better. the order sort of right. Like the fat smaller communities is before the likes of XQC having a fucking hype train. He doesn't need more discoverability. Yeah, but the smaller like I've had to scroll. Like if I press oh yeah, you've you've buttons. had to scroll nearly halfway down the page to get to that, but I still think the order's not half bad. I mean, it yeah, be it is halfway down. Yeah, it is. I've just looked, yeah. but it would be better slightly more reorganized. I think recommended smaller communities should be at least the the second one where CS:GO is. Yeah, after channels, we think you'd like. Yeah. So on the, on the top, if there's an event going on, yes, have that banner there, but only put people on the front page of Twitch in this particular space. If they're playing that. that game. And you'd need like a Twitch mod or, or something like that to actually say, hey, look, this person isn't playing this game anymore, so we need to remove you from the front page of Twitch. Or even if they're... Because some people say that they're playing that game and then they can just play a different game because and they've forgotten to uh, to change the, the the game title or something. It's, it's like what I did the other day. I, was, I, I played League of Legends and then I played that trolley game, which... Tried to make yeah. me feel like a bad person. <laughs> you were. I wasn't. You killed a child in a sandpit. I didn't kill the child. The car did. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, that that page is a lot better than what it was when. Oh I yes, I'm learning about Twitter. Like they are improving. It's improved very slowly. Uh, it's not improved fast enough, considering the the millions or billions or trillions, whatever they're getting. It's not improved enough. Like the discoverability for live streams on YouTube is better. Like I don't, I can't comment on on how it is because I don't use it. But speaking from experience, and people that have actually uh, switched from, like pretty much going from Twitch being okay on Twitch and then streaming on YouTube, 
from nothing like they've done well they, they they've told me that it is like a lot better so from their experiences like i streamed on there the only thing that i had issues with streaming on there is because of because i streamed in my native quality which is 1440p and the only difference between streaming on there than twitch is the delay because I streamed in 1440p, there was about a 30 second delay uh, because of like Twitter, uh, YouTube sort of handling the data and stuff. If they can get the, the 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 stream delay down to pretty much instant, because I tried it again then on 60, sorry, 1080 60, like I usually stream on uh, YouTube and it was instant. Like as soon as I said something, somebody replied. And then as soon as they said something, I replied, that kind of thing. Like it was, it was instant. It was fantastic. The streaming... A dashboard needs a little work from the last time I used it. Like it's a little bit clunky, a little bit confusing. They could uh, have like live stream. They could have a little thing of it being separate as well, though. Like it's quite difficult to find live streams on YouTube unless you're looking for that yeah, person specifically. I've just been going through mine, and I know someone's live right now, but I've had to scroll so far to see them being live. So like yeah. one of so one I, of the things with YouTube is they've got like YouTube music. You click on YouTube music and it's a completely different interface designed for music and they could do yeah. a similar thing with live. I think Well they do have one for live. Yeah, they do. Because it's it's literally next to music. I'm looking at it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think with YouTube uh they've got it wrong where like if you look on YouTube now, so they got on my screen, I've got home shorts, subscriptions, originals, YouTube music. And then I've got like library history, all that kind of crap. I think YouTube I... music must be a premium thing because I don't have that. Right. Okay. So that's um, a premium thing. But then, no, you, you, can't, I... you can have YouTube music without premium, but you do get ads. It's a little bit like Spotify in that respect. I, well, I don't have that on my like side thing is what I'm getting at. Like, right, okay, yeah, no. I think like the the specific app for it is like tied to being premium, but you can still like you. There's a YouTube Music phone app that you can download, which I had before yeah. I had premium. But like even so then, like the the live tag, like YouTube Music, I can see I've got original subscription shorts, etc. There could be a live tab on the side. This is what I'm getting at. Yeah, to something that's a bit more appropriate to similar to then Twitch's homepage where you could have a search for a certain streamer being live and it it does do that in all fairness. I was just about to say if I type this street the, the person that's live right now I'm pretty sure they pop up at the top that they are live. I'm just gonna check. So while you do that, so I've got the yeah, all the subscriptions and stuff there. Then I've got the library and all that crap. Then I've got the subscriptions and then underneath that it's got explore. So it says trending music, movies, live gaming, news, yada, yada, yada. So that's where they've gone wrong. If you're looking for live streams or YouTube gaming, which is like the live gaming platform, they should have those right at the top where it's got home, short subscriptions, originals, etc. Even, even if you could customize that. Yeah, even if you could, yeah. So you could say, 100%. I like watching live streams. I want live in here so I can click live and get to this page. Like... I didn't know that that was there. It's underneath like subscriptions and things. So I haven't yeah, really, I don't tend I mean. to scroll so down there. It's buried, which is not good. So then that's what YouTube does bad. 
as far as discovering first dis excuse me uh discovering live streams but i think if if you subscribe to someone i think they already do this but if you subscribe to someone and you click on your subscriptions i think if they're live it shows as a first result or if you've got multiple live yeah. channels of first few results yeah i just really typed certain... the person and their first thing that popped up was the fact they were live after like the subscribe and the icon yeah so i'll i'll get back onto that in a second when what they should do rather than needing to click on your subscriptions why doesn't the first row be saying your live channels just to improve See? it a little bit so i've in my row i've got six uh, two rows of six videos and then youtube shorts are underneath and then it's got more videos why can't that first row of six videos be like a sort of scrollable uh a side scrollable sort of menu of any channels that you currently subscribe to that are live yeah just so you can see it so they could be that that's another way to improve discoverability on youtube it's not perfect like i'm not saying that youtube's a perfect like there's things that it needs to be doing to get it better than twitch and going back to what ash just said he's typed in this person's name on youtube and it's come up the reason why i think twitch needs to take a, a lot of leaves out of leaves sorry out of youtube's book with having vod content is because of that reason alone the seo and all the tag systems and everything that you can put in your youtube uh, video descriptions and everything to get your channel out there that is playing a part in getting your streams discovered. So if somebody play like types in Dead by Daylight Live, for example, I'm not sure if this works, but if somebody says Dead by Daylight live stream and there's somebody actually live streaming content and you've got those tags in your description and stuff like that, and you've got fairly sort of popular videos and stuff, and the algorithm thinks that you you can uh, this person will like your content, it would push your content up there and then you'd see the live stream because you've typed in like live stream dead by daylight or whatever. And this is where YouTube has very good discoverability. Apart from that, they've got the live tab where you can see like upcoming live streams. So for example, if I've scheduled a live stream for tomorrow night at 10, it would show up there. Um, it's got live now, live gaming, live sports. And then it's also got the YouTube gaming tab, which is kind of like the front page of Twitch which it says the top live games, then it's got recommended, then it's got recommended gaming shorts, and then trending videos, and then from your subscriptions and stuff, and then other games that you've shown an interest in. So they've got three different ways, or, or well, five different ways, if you count the subscriptions, where they could um, actually promote live content. And there's only one of them that they're not doing, and that's the one that I just said on the, on the, on the homepage, where you have that first row of videos, that could be dedicated to all the live streams that you, uh, you that you're following, or it could be just live streams that they think you'd like as well as the ones that you're following. The following ones come up first, but then the ones that are recommended, it could be mixed amongst there. There's just there's a lot that they could do, but it seems like they've. I don't want to say half-assed it, but it feels like they they want to have a live streaming platform and they want to be able to give people the ability to go live but they don't seem to have invested heavily into it no because it hasn't become a problem until now because there wasn't that many people that realistically could make a living off of streaming because of hardware limitations or internet limitations because not everyone has a good internet but because of technology evolving 
and people being able to have access to higher internet speeds and like better quality hardware and stuff like that more people can get into it like you can stream from an xbox one mm-hmm. or playstation 4 all you all you I need from one of the things as well is the reason why they i don't think the half asked it because it is fairly new for youtube i'm pretty sure or they've only just now started pushing it is there's not a lot of people using it either the youtube live like i've just clicked the live section scrolled through there's not a lot with i think there's two that have got over a thousand Mm. that i'm scrolling through right now everyone else is on like 30s 10s like it's not that popular Mm. that's what that's what like there's nothing to live now gaming so i'm on the youtube live actual like page I'll so just the, a little sub bit so i'm on yeah i'm on the live thing and then it says live now by live so i don't know what that really means but so there's the first six videos that are live streaming right now so there's canonia global or whoever that is there's thirty-two thousand people watching that uh there's someone live streaming lo-fi beats and there's 29,000 people watching that. Sky News, 4,500 people. Formula One, 24,000. There's this gamer playing Fortnite World Cup, I think, or something like that. There's 9.1 thousand. Then there's so really a million different things because I can't see any of that. So on the left hand side, you've got Explore at the bottom, yeah? No. Let me just quickly. This is what I mean, though. So, for someone that knows what they're doing, you found that. For me, I've got just underneath the search bar, I've got like all, I've got gaming, I've got RuneScape, mixes, music, and then live. I've clicked the live bit, and yeah. I've just got a handful of people, and there's not a lot of them that are over a thousand. That's, that's, right. what, that's what I was talking about at the time. That's so what I just thought you meant you by the live stream tab. That you've just found. I don't have that. You don't have that. I've so got. Then- that takes you to this page. Description library. That is the only thing on my sidebar. Have you, so have you pressed oh, the three lines at the top? The menu, I found it. See, but I wouldn't have known to do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, it, it is buried. Like, <laughs> it literally it buried. on the home thing. So I, if I'm looking for someone that's live, that is what I would click. I wouldn't go out of my way to click on a menu to scroll through to look for a live section when it says live right there. Yeah. That, that was my point, is it, it is a bit confusing. They could do a lot more to push it. Yeah, this is what I mean. This is the thing at the top. They should bring the live or the gaming thing there. Or you can, like you said, they should be able to be able well, like, to customise it to see what, what kind that, of content that you watch. You can put the menu up there. When, when you've got the menu closed, then it's just the three lines at the top. You've got like what Ash said, home shorts, subscriptions, originals, YouTube music, library, downloads. There could be... <laughs> library of subscription fuck knows what you've got but like there, there should there could easily be a button there for live live yeah instead of the one that i clicked on thinking that's what you were on yeah so it like i said it's not perfect but they've got the bones of something that could potentially be really good but it's whether they yeah. kick on and run with it or whether they just leave it as it is and they don't try and compete with twitch well they've only they just recently competing. brought members in they are trying to compete no, they've recently bought gifted members in. Mm. Yeah, they've had sorry. memberships for a while. Yeah, they've had memberships for quite a while. They they're bringing in. They brought in. Sorry, um, gifted memberships. And they've they brought in Raiden, but they've done it in a very safe way. 
So whereas Twitch, you can, there's like a switch or whatever to enable or disable raids or enable from friends or enable from teams or that kind of stuff or block from certain people because of like all the hate rates and stuff. Um, Twitch's raid system is, it's okay. Um, but to combat that, YouTube tried to take Twitch's raid system and make it like super safe where, like for example, if I really like uh, Aaron, I'm picking on Aaron all the time today, probably because he's just... <laughs> I like the if as well. Yeah, so if if I really liked Aaron, and I was like, oh, Aaron's streaming, he's one of my favorite streamers, yada, 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 then I go to raid him, unless we're both subscribed to each other, or following each other, we can't. So I wouldn't be able to introduce you to one of my favorite streamers, because YouTube decided to keep it, like, extra safe to try and, like, stop hate raids and stuff, which I understand, yeah. but to have that kind of sort of so uh like a block on it where you have to follow like see if, like we'd have to go out of our way to like follow each other to to do it although like as friends we probably would but like you can't sort of like introduce somebody to someone new i know what you mean it's it like, it's like nice I can read for you. example like you could be like for an example for twitch could be you could only accept raids from people who were affiliated yeah so that that way you know the people that are raiding you, Twitch have their details in order for them to have signed up to be an affiliate. So if you do have a hate raid, you can report that. Exactly. I think things like that would be yeah. a, a good security measure. And I think every single way on Twitch or YouTube, we should do and Twitter, we should be doing what me and Aaron have to do with our OnlyFans and take a picture with our ID to verify, so you can enable to make money from it. Mm -hmm. Because if you were making money from YouTube and stuff, yeah, you can fill out the tax form. You can fill out this, that, and the other. They don't check it. They just have it for their tax purposes or their sort of like proofs saying, oh, well, this is the documentation. So, okay. They don't check it. So they only sort of like check it if, if something legal or whatever comes up, I guess. Yeah. But, but like you can fake all of that information. But if you've got photo identification to show you holding up your, yeah, it can be photoshopped and whatever. But, for the most part, nobody really is going to go out of the way that often to sort of like make a, a load of bot accounts with like the same ID or whatever. Like it's just going to be tedious and an ache. So to get verified, so you can start making money on these accounts, I think it should only be viable when you become an affiliate or become a partner on YouTube, personally. So then they don't harbor like everyone's ID and stuff because you have to have it for like your PayPal and any and, and stuff anyway. Like, I think you've recently done that, haven't you, Ash? Yeah, because you had to give me a hand with it. Yeah. But it's just like, if you're legit, you're not going to just like have all these random accounts with fake IDs and stuff, because then that gets rid of the, the fake hate rates. Yeah. And it's like only, as much as demoralizing as it is, being like a smaller streamer or whatever, if you're not an affiliate, but then again, like I just said, if you verify, yeah, you'd be, you'd be eligible to, if you're verified, you should be able to ver uh, be able to raid anyone you want. Yeah, that, 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 that would be, be yeah. affiliate there, weren't you? Yeah, I think, yeah, I was going to say if you're affiliate, but, but if you've verified, if you, you can option, if you were an affiliate, you'd have to update your profile with an ID, but it's you, optional if you're not an affiliate. 
you could have it as permission. So if you're not affiliate and you wanted to rate someone that you were a friend of, they could allow you. Like, do you have permission for links? Well, not the, not the person. Verif- verified accounts. Not the, no, but like, say for example, I started a, I started a YouTube channel. And I wanted to raid you while you were alive with the people yeah. that have sat in my live stream. I wouldn't be able to do so because you would be verified and I wouldn't because I haven't met the requirements to be affiliated yet. This is, this is what I mean. This is what but I mean. I so- would still be a trusted person to you. So you should be able to have that ability then to go permit, like you have to yeah. do links in chat, not, not the person. I yeah. think you can do that. You should be able to do that. But from what I was saying, uh, to earn money, to be an affiliate, you have to upload your document ID. Yeah, but yeah, no. If, if you if if you if you brand new make an account now, and you wanted to be able to raid people, you would have had to have a verified document ID to upload to the system. So then it's it's there already then for when you do become an affiliate. It's not needed, but it's optional. So mm. then you can you can have then on your dashboard allow raids from verified um, accounts only. Mm. So then even if you as a brand new YouTuber saw me live and wanted to raid me because you. Uh, like my content, you could still raid me even though you're not an affiliate, but because you've uploaded your document ID and got verified that way. Yeah, so in, in that, that case, that would be then easier and safer. It's, it's being able to have that accountability. So if I was to raid you and something like it was to turn out to be a hate raid or anything like that, you've got the option to then go, listen, this person raided my channel and caused trouble. Um, I'm not happy with it. I don't want them raiding me again. Be able to have the ability to then block me from being able to raid you, and me have repercussions from YouTube because they have my identity. Yeah, so then they could like blacklist your ID from making accounts or your name, mm. that kind of stuff, because they got got your your. Uh, Even down to the point, details. if I was to come in, for example, and be completely racist towards you, like that could end up being something that's perceived as a police matter in which it could be reported to the police. Yeah, exactly. Because it's like a hate crime as well. Mm-hmm. Like any hate crimes and stuff like that. In which case the police then have a stepping stone to be able to say, well, YouTube, this has happened on your platform. You have this person's identification as they wouldn't be able to have raided this person without that identification. We need to know who this person is. Exactly. And they've got all the proof they need. Mm-hmm. So I think I think that way is a better idea. It's not even so much that it's needed, it's more of a deterrent. It's quite, yeah, it's quite sad that something like that would be required to share a community with someone. It's, yeah, it's not even that it's, it's required, it's, it's the fact of like... No, that would be, we're speaking yeah. in theoretical terms. Yeah, yeah. But like even even though it, it's it's like I said, it's, it's less of a security feature and more of a saying if you're going to do something to be a dick, you're going to be held accountable for your actions, which yeah. then stops people from well, would stop a, it would stop the majority of people. There'll still be people out there that would get a fake ID with a fake name on it and still do it and things like that. But there's a lot more time and effort that needs to go into doing that then. It is, and this Photoshop. It can be done in Photoshop very easily, but if you've got people, you can have like photo references and this stuff like that. You you've well, seen it in the government and stuff. When I you, but... when I done my one for Tinder, see, there wasn't there wasn't <laughs> an option to upload the file to verify yourself. You had to take a picture with your camera. Yes. 
Yeah. Yeah. But there's an app on Android that um, I used to use it for Pokemon Go, actually, so I could put um, Pokestops. So essentially, it would be like, it would come up as a camera app. So it would ask me then, do you want to take this with your camera or use this other app? I can't remember what the app was called, but essentially the reason why I did it is because I used to take pictures um, of the Pokestops or potential Pokestops, take the surrounding area, and then I would just mass submit them when I got in my house. Because on with Signal and that kind of stuff, uploading the pictures, it was kind of shitty. So it would be easier for me to do it that way. So if if, if that can get be get got around quite easily, then there's obviously people are going to be able to get ways to get around it. But I, I understand where you're coming from, and I totally agree it should be like that. You should be able to like need to take it from yeah. uh, your camera. Unless there's like some sort of weird requirement that you can um, force upon the app to make it be like, Yo, you have to use the system camera rather than like a third-party app kind of thing. No third. I, d- like, I don't see why they shouldn't be, be able w- to do that. Yeah, there's there's got to be a way around it, and then that then that eliminates the people that can get an app to get around <laughs> it. Then they'd need either um, like another app or like to to hack or jailbreak their f- phones so they can get around it another way. But then that sort of like lowers the pool of people that can do it by a lot again. Yeah, which then eliminates the amount of like trolls or fake accounts and stuff. So there's there's ways that you can provide that sort of sense of security through the verified accounts. You're not going to get everyone; it's impossible. But if you can put enough uh, factors in to eliminate the amount of created accounts uh, that are fake and just out there to just cause hate and troll and stuff, then yeah, go for it. But I think the like, day, it's just it's making more hoops for trolls to jump through to the point exactly. where you can't be asked. Yeah. More effort than it's worth. But it means someone's gotta put the time and effort into creating all these features and is it worth their time at the end of the day? Um if they want a sustainable more sustainable and more um what's the word? Desirable platform to, to yeah. stream on and feel safe on. Mm. Yes. I think that, main, that would be a thing big is... thing that would get people to leave Twitch. If someone was spouting better discoverability and better safety with better verification processes to have accounts, it would convince a lot of streamers. No, I think YouTube could lower the limitations for the partner program if they if they just had that verification process. They just it's it's the same thing. I my my argument with Twitch: the difference between becoming an affiliate and becoming a partner is such a wide gap. It is a yeah. ridiculously wide gap. It is. Like how about they could lower the the partner so like they can cuz before you, you you used to have uh as long as you had a verified account you could enable AdSense and yada yada yada. Why not lower it to 500 subscribers uh 2000 hours watched in a month or in the year whatever it is. So it's half the requirements as it is now. But you have to have a verified account with government official ID or passport or yeah. driver's license, whatever it is. So then and that makes it more desirable. Then that makes it more safer to be on YouTube when you when you're conducting raids and yeah. uh, interacting and with the And it doesn't and seem that... like such a daunting effort to be able to get to make that money, but that point of making money. Exactly. Um, and then you can have like a 50-50% split between the money. I know it's 60% now, but you get the same as what it is on Twitch. You get 50-50. But then if you get to, I don't know, say 10,000 subscribers and X amount of hours watched, 
the equivalent. So if it's what, 500, if you get time, like, I don't know, 10 times the, the views or like 150 times the views or whatever. So what is it, 2,000 hours? If you get like 100,000 hours watched and you got 10,000 subscribers, you get more. Uh, you, you, is that where you're going with this? Yeah, you qualify yeah. to get the YouTube Partner Program where then you get 70%. So it's kind of similar to what Twitch was. Like, mm. this was an NDA thing. I think I've told you guys this before, but, like, Twitch partners, like, uh, having a cinema of subs, they would get invited to this, like, sort of Twitch, sort of cool kids club, where they get 70 or 75% per sub, mm. rather than the 50%, but they weren't allowed to talk about it. Yeah. So they would get more, and be like, oh, I'm only getting 50%, blah, 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 and they would li they'd lie about it, essentially, but they, they would be getting the 75%. It's the same thing with YouTube. If you get in the YouTube Partner Program with 10,000 views and 100, 100 150,000 hours a month, watch, you deserve to be in that. This, it's a big enough gap. You still earn money, like good money, but it's still something to work towards then. There could, be, there could be things in between as well. Like, but what you about to say, do you think Twitch would implement something in between affiliate and partner? I, I said it a while ago. What, there what is be. there? There was rumors which Twitch was going to have like this. They was they were partnering with this website or something that if you bought a membership to this particular website, you'd instantly get affiliate. You wouldn't even have to work for it. You wouldn't have to get no. Yeah, no I remember 50. seeing that. It was like yeah. a five pound subscription to become an affiliate, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. As long as you paid it once, it would it would give you an affiliate. It was it's stupid. I don't think this, there's nothing really you can put in between. There's definitely like, something you can put in between. Partner. Why isn't there? Nothing as an incentive. There's plenty, really. There's not much between Twitch. Like, as much as it's a goal of, of mine to be one, want to become a Twitch partner, just because I see it as a goal to aspire to, not because I want the fancy tick, not because I want to be seen as a partner or whatever, not because I want the emote slot. It's because it's, for me, it's an end goal. Like, it's, it's, it's a goal to reach. No, um, but like, going, going from having three consistent viewers and 50 followers to your next goal being 75 consistent viewers that is a huge jump it is like there's it streamers is. like you like links like a, a lot of other people that could push say 30, 30 to 40 average viewers and they are i would say they are well above what an initial affiliate would be without quite being there a partner but they have put the time and effort into building a community to the point where, with a little extra help from Twitch, they may be able to push towards the partner program a bit more than what an initial affiliate would be. In which case, okay. they could have a, an, a little bit extra discoverability. There could be things of, like, those people could be pushed um, on certain partners' channels or things like that, like... I don't know exactly what the incentives could be to reach that, but it could also just be down to having a tick, a blue tick to say you're a trusted streamer that's been on the platform for X amount of time and taken the time and care to build your community to this point. But as much as that's nice, what does that give you as a person? It, at the moment, you get nothing. Exactly, but at so, least what do they do as partners? What what do they get that's different? They get, everyone, they get everyone fucking... Sh bending over backwards and doing what, doing what they tell them to because it's a partner. The only thing that they get that's significant... The rather, stream team. I, I should, no, not even that. That's not significant. 
you don't need to be in a stream team. No, but having, a stream team. Having, having your own can work very much in a way of um, similar to the Discord uh, things where they, everything is focused on the main streamer and that stream yeah. team all promotes that one streamer. I can see so that is person a, that we mean, yeah. That, but that is, that is a positive from having a stream team is that everyone who is in your stream team would be pushing your stream. Yeah, that is true, but it also depends on on the person. You've got to get people to want to join that stream team, so you've got to give them incentive to it, so you've got to market yourself very well. That's a lot of work for you to do. It's nothing that mm. Twitch is actually doing. The only nah, good there's thing... There's a lot of people out there that will suck dick to get on a stream team just so they can say they're on someone's stream team. Exactly. But there's, Regardless still of what a lot that person of, is like. But it's still a lot of work for you to need to do to like try and get yourself promoted mm -hmm. to, so you can sort of get that person that would suck your dick to get in, a stream, in your stream team, you know? This is what I'm trying to say. The only difference of being an affiliate and being a partner mm -hmm. streamer, I feel, on Twitch right now, is the fact that if you've got that purple tick on your name, then other third-party companies will be more interested in you just because you've got that tick, just because you've hit that 75-viewer milestone. They think that you... It's the same as YouTube... Ver uh, sorry, Twitter verification. If you've got a verified Twitter page or verified Instagram page, companies are going to look at you and be like, yo, this person's got a lot of following. This person's got um, a, a lot of people like with eyes on them. Let's give them this product so we can sort of get it out there more because they've obviously got a, a decent following. They don't really look at the analytics... But that, you... that check, that, that, that again proves my point, that stepping stone in between, if it was to give you a check to see they're not quite a partner, but they've put a lot of time and effort into streaming and they are rising in numbers, there may be companies out there that are then more prepared to take a risk by giving people those products. Maybe not like what you would get if you were a partner, but similar deals that would be a little less beneficial for yourself. But you take the risk on certain streamers in that bracket and you could end up blowing up with them with your product if they were to take off. But that goes full circle to what we were talking about in saying that if Twitch improves their um, promotions of Twitch streamers, that gap might not be as big as what it is now. And going back to what Ryan said, it's, it's still not Twitch promoting you. It's a third, it's, a, it's another company. They've just given you like a, a sort of stepping stone tick, which I understand what you mean. And I, I agree. Like uh, something, I'm just trying to sort of argue from both sides of the fence, you know? I, no, that's I get, what, that's I, what I, I, I do. Exactly I'm, I'm, where you're coming I'm both from. Sides. But like, look, look at the time it took you to get affiliate and look at the time it takes to get from affiliate to get to partner. Yeah, it's a, fan, it's a fantastic feat. This is why it's an end goal for me. So, but like it could if, still be an end goal with a stepping stone in between. No, you don't like, jump from being the janitor no, 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 to the CEO of the company. I think a way to implement it is if you get that blue check mark, as, as stupid as it sounds, at least you got something from Twitch, and I think you should get a little bit more. I think what, what, the way that they can they can improve the experience for it because people doing the, the partner pushes, people doing. I think if there's legitimate trends with people doing the partner pushes and then as soon as they get partner, everyone drops out of this stream because they're no longer partner pushing and they go back down to like 30 viewers. I don't I don't think there should be a grace time period where if you can't retain that amount of viewership for like three months or something, I think it should be revoked. As harsh as that sounds, if you can't keep the viewers and you're only doing it for the partner push, 
just to get the tick, I don't think you mm. deserve it. Because those people are, are kind of like fake viewers or bots, in a, in a way. Mm. Because they're not there for you because they enjoy your content. They're not there because you're a very popular person and you're very good at the game or whatever. For no, whatever they're there reason. for you to blow up. And they, for them yeah, to be able to say for... they were there when you blow up. Exactly. As soon as you get that tick, they're probably no longer interested. And there's mel multiple people that I've seen that happen to. And it's just, I don't think they, to me, they're like fake partners for people that do the partner push. It's, it's, I just don't think it's, it's a good thing to do. I don't, I, it doesn't promote anything. I just think really. there's a, there's a, there's a fair amount of streamers out there that are sort of stuck in limbo between affiliate and partner and with a bit more help, they would be more likely to push on to be in partner. Which yeah, may it, that, yeah, but so, it, it may well result in Twitch having more more partners that are more reliable to stay at the numbers of partners and effectively make them more money. So what they could do is go based on like taking your concept idea and improving upon it. So what what they could do is say for example, I'm not sure how many. So say for argument's sake, uh, partners get thirty emotes. If you get to the 50 average viewer, you not only get the blue check mark to say that you're a trusted streamer or whatever, uh, whatever you uh, worded it as, you would get access to 15 emote slots. You got access. So yeah. partners got access to this new tool with like the booster stream thing where you can pay for it. I mm. haven't seen it on any affiliates, so that's why I think it's only yeah. to do with them. They shouldn't have that one because they're already partnered. They don't need their stream boosting anymore. The boosted streams should go to the, the verified ones, which are like, not the verified, so the up-and-coming ones, which are the blue ticks, and they've got 50 viewers, whatever. Yeah. So they, sh they should have that. So if their community, they've got an up-and-coming community, they're building, you should be able to, if you really wanted to, pay money to boost the stream. It's basically like a Facebook ad, but you're doing it on behalf of somebody else to help them. Um, there's that. Then... I think they, the way they should change for partners is the same thing they either used to or they they do have it uh, for YouTube. If you hit 100,000 subscribers, they used to give you a YouTube manager. So it's like a direct sort of contact at YouTube or something like that to help grow your channel even more, give you access to like YouTube spaces so you can go and film in their locations, that kind of stuff. So Twitch should do the same thing for their partners. They should have someone... Or they should have a team dedicated to the actual partners of Twitch, which are obviously the ones with 75 or more viewers, so they can push their content even further. They have professionals out there that can help them get brand deals, that kind of stuff. So then Twitch is actually then helping their, their creators grow, earn more money, in which return mm. bring more eyes to their platform, which they spend on more money, uh, sorry, on more subs, so Twitch earns more money. Mm. So it's, it's, it'll come full circle that way. So, and then that little stepping stone in the middle, like I said, they've got, they should have access to certain partner features. And I, I just think that if, if they had it that way, so like the boosted stream, the, the extra emotes, it, it'd be more of an incentive yeah. for people to, to say, like, try and grow. And then, and then the VOD content as well on top of that, but I'm not going to yeah. go over that again. But like that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Was trying to say it's not so much like I don't know what the incentives would be. But just in my mind, having that stepping stone in between where you could say, OK, you've been streaming for two years now. You've consistently been growing. You consistently average X amount of views. If 
you're, you're now considered what we would consider a trusted streamer who's generally dedicated to being on the platform and using the platform so by doing so we're rewarding your loyalty by giving you your check mark your extra emotes your ability to do this that and the other as well as um assisting with your discoverability with it could even just be that on certain days at certain times those trusted streamers are boosted if you go to like for example dead by daylight if someone clicks on the dead by daylight channel on a certain day at certain times that all trusted streamers would be at the top that were live at that time that's that was the other thing that i was thinking of and you've just pretty much said it but if you're a trusted streamer you know rather than on the front page if there's an event going on like now with the splatoon thing ignore that just like just if that's there you can have partnered trusted and affiliates Mm. all on the front page random times every hour it changes or every half an hour it changes so a lot more people are on the front page if you're a trusted streamer and there's no event going on rather than putting partners on there they could put um, they could label it as up and coming streamers or that's streamers, what I was gonna say. Have streamers like a with a growing community. Stars. Yeah, yeah, right. That's the one I was thinking. Trying like to think, have like a rising stars one for yeah. people that are maybe sitting in that limbo of forty to fifty viewers and have yeah. them for a little while. I just, just need a little bit of a boost, more. and then that would sort of bridge the gap um, more between yeah. affiliate and partner. That's what I was exactly. trying to say. Yeah. It also makes it feel like once you once you get past affiliate and you see the goals for for partner, it's like Jesus. Like it's how daunting. on how on earth am I going to do that? That's going to take me forever. Like some people spend months just trying to get affiliate. Yeah. Like and it's, and it's like only if they've got like friends, like for for example us three. Like if if like I know we've done it before, but like if if me you and Ash, uh, sorry, if me Apocalypse and Ash were like friends with you you wanted to start streaming we'd say hey look well i'm going to end in like half an hour to an hour if you go live we'll raid you yeah and then the amount of times that we've done that and like raided friends just to get them uh affiliate within the week yeah and that's what we've and that's what we've done like that's that's all it is it's just community building and oh, it's just yeah that step like it can be done in seven days, or it can be done in seven months. Well, it's, it's like, it's... for example, um, you know my friend Loza, don't you, Kev? So, uh, yes. She and her partner spent months where they would just watch my streams. They started watching streamers that I raided. They made friends with a lot of people, and they got involved in a lot of Discord channels and things like that. Like a year down the line, after just being around communities and things like that, they decided they were going to give streaming a go. Started the channel, and they got affiliate after their first seven days because that was the minimum requirement to to stream for seven days. So after the first seven days, they got affiliate because they had 15 to 20 people in their channel every single stream that they'd done because they spent months beforehand supporting and being in and around and networking with other people. It can be that simple. But it's also not that easy. It's not. It's like I've no. I've got people that I'm following now, and I've known them for over two years, I think now. Mm. And even now, this they're struggling to get views. Mm. Um, 
they're on five viewers at the moment. And they've been going for over two years. So, like, I can understand, I can, I can appreciate the amount of time that it takes for, like, yes, uh, schedules is a massive thing that you got to take into consideration. If someone's uh, schedule is off or they don't have one or it's just like, or they have one and they stream. don't show up for it. Yes, like I don't real, uh, I don't feel quite <laughs> fondly of those people. <laughs> no, I, I've I've openly said that my schedule's up in the air at the moment because of work and jobs and stuff. No, I know it was the run, it was running joke for a while with your. No, I, I know, yeah. What was it? Ten o'clock every day, and it was always like ten past and, ten. We're like, where's he to? No, listen, I I said it's even. I think it's still there, but even in my yeah. Twitch uh, Steam bio, it's like ten ish. <laughs> I put ish for a reason. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so like there's people struggling and there's somebody that I've known for, oh my God, the best part since like maybe 2016, maybe. And when they stream now, they're still like on one or two viewers. Mm. And it's, and as sad as this is, they had the followers, they got the followers, no problem because they streamed for years prior as well. Mm. But I was... I boosted their numbers a little bit um, because I put their stream on my wife's computer uh, and then I put it on mine and then I put my VPN on so it wouldn't show us like the same house and then I turned my Wi-Fi off on my phone and put it there. They don't know this, by the mm. way, <laughs> but uh, it boosted their numbers enough to get to affiliate and and I was like super chuffed for them because they did deserve it. Um. Because they were just trying so hard all the time. It's just because of the discoverability, and it was just very, it was just impossible. But uh, yeah. they've got Philip. But then, as soon as they did that, I kept it, kept it going for a while so, to keep their numbers up for a bit. Um, but then, I just, obviously, I couldn't do it forever. But um, yeah, I just f felt sorry for them, and I still, I still kind of do because for for what they do, they are entertaining. Yeah. Uh, it's just then they get on a good streak of like having some good streams on the good games and then they just totally sort of revert and go to like this totally random ass game and nobody's interested in it it's like 30 plus years old or whatever and it's just like you get no views from that for a reason and then oh, it's just it's just difficult you can't tell someone what to create and stuff like if they enjoy doing what they do it's just I just leave them be it's yeah. just easier that way um, but it's, it's it comes to a point where you're like thinking i've been going at this for like the best part of a decade now so is, is it time to like call it or change up the game or whatever it's it depends it's, 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 there's a lot of different motivations between things though as well yeah it? it depends like he, on the goal may, they they may just full well like going live and when the odd person chats to them while they're playing games they enjoy that interaction and it's nothing more than that to them yeah they do like it but unless they're sort of stance has changed they they did definitely want to make a career of it like oh yeah like pay for builds kind of career yeah but at the end of the day they like if you're not gonna yeah, you're not gonna push and do look at every single avenue that's available to you to be able to stream and make it a career like you're never going to yeah exactly but yeah i think with regards to like the stepping stone maybe to in like if if twitch wanted to get ahead of youtube more i think that would be the better thing to do 
Uh, as well as I think all all websites should have the verification process. Like, like the, the I, I would look stuff. at it as affiliate, associate, and partner. Yeah, it's not that a bad. would be a word. Yeah, or trusted affiliate. Uh, associate sounds cool though, doesn't it? It's, yeah, it's, it's got a good ring to it. It's like, oh, I'm a Twitch associate. Yeah, <laughs> it makes you sound like more more business and more sound. But it, than but it is are. though at that point, like when you are in that twenty to thirty forty average views you are looking to push it to be a business yeah and like that 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 level of like even to like outside companies looking in you you turn around and say to like such and such company and like oh like i'm looking for sponsors for my stream i'm a twitch associate that sounds good yeah but when when you're you can, a twitch affiliate it's like oh like, you can be a twitch affiliate with three viewers mate like what? Yeah, like, like like you can get your cousin, your nan, and your mum to watch your stream for, for seven days, and you're an affiliate. Exactly. So, what what's your stance on keeping being an associate? Then we're going to call it a Twitch associate from now on. But so, do you? Is this like partner? Like, because I think what's what's your stance on keep retaining the Twitch partnership? Then, do you think that there should be an ex, not so much an expiry date? Like, for example, if you can't even. Like, I explained it earlier, like, if you lose your viewers, like, the push-to-partner thing, if you lose your viewers, like, immediately after you get that check mark... I think uh, it would be within... consistency. So... I would say if you were to... If, if you were to be given partner, and you drop under partner requirements for a month or two consistently, they then say to you, listen, at the moment, your, par your partnership is being reviewed because your numbers have dropped under the the requirements to be a partner um if yeah. this doesn't pr improve within the next month or two we'll be looking to revert you back to being an associate so what do you think about 20 percent so if your numbers fall 20 percent below the requirements i wouldn't partner, i wouldn't even give her a percentage if you're under the numbers consistently even if it's only by like maybe a, a grace of like five percent ten percent then but like I'm talking, well, I'm talking consistently over two months before they give you a warning for another month to get those numbers back over. So you're getting three months of being consistently five, five or ten percent under the partner numbers. I do agree with that, but when you're so, for example, none of us stream weekends. That mm. accounts towards those like that seventy-five average. I don't think it well, should. If it doesn't, does it? It doesn't. It does. I thought your average views went on the times that you were live. Yeah, so otherwise... Yeah, I was if, under the impression if, get... if you didn't stream weekends, that no. hurts you. No, it doesn't. Uh, it might hurt discoverability, because people tend to be home more on the weekends and... But then again, more people might more. be streaming on the weekends. Yeah. That's a, it's a, it's a catch-22 on the weekends. Is There's more people watching Twitch, but there's also more people on Twitch. No, I, it was the case of I thought it hurt the average, not necessarily. Like, no, it doesn't. No, no. no. Like that. That's just my bad being misinformed. Don't we? Yeah. yeah, it's 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 based on how many views you have over your entire stream. So, like, you could have a hundred viewers for like twenty days out of the thirty, but then you could stream and you could only have like you you decide to play a different game. You decide, I don't know, you decide to play the new Sonic game or the new Pokemon game or whatever. Mm. 
and then you because your viewers are predominantly yeah i'm gonna use you like dead by daylight again as an example so your your views are predominantly dead by daylight and they mm. they suddenly go from dead by daylight to pokemon yeah but if if, if you're a partner you could have the option then to be able to f- say if you are a predominantly such and such game player you should be able to have the ability to say flag this stream or flag this particular day because I'm going to stream this new game on this particular game day to try it no. out. And that because won't affect if your partnership is reviewed or not. No, so long as you... That's kind of like a get out jail free card. No, because it's allowing you to then... Like, you wouldn't be able to flag all of your streams. If you're streaming five days a week, which you probably should be or would be as a partner... If it's one a full-time of those stream- job at the end of the day, isn't it? Yeah, like but if, if, partner, if it one of those streams is flagged point. and you're playing a game that isn't your channel's known for game, you are going to drop. Your numbers are going to drop. But if I you can, f- if you can flag that and say, "I'm I'm playing a different game on this day," my numbers are going to drop. Not so much that it would like completely put it out of whack, but if your numbers are not consistently low, but they are dropping. So if I went from Dead by Daylight and then I got so sick of Dead by Daylight I didn't stream it. Mm. So I streamed other games and my viewership like went down to a third of what it was. Then you would probably be looking at losing your partnership. Yeah, I don't exactly. Know. That's a bit drastic, I think. It's See, I agree with what Ken was saying. That's... You should be able to hold it after you've had it for so long. But if you take a break from streaming for whatever, like an illness, or you just yeah. play a different game and you're not streaming, and you come back after a month, naturally you're going to lose viewers yeah. anyway. Yeah, that shouldn't it... hurt the fact that you did have partner before then. You should. Still no, but that, like that's what I'm saying. I... Like when you were saying about having the team that's dedicated to the partners, like that should be something you can flag up to the partners of. This is why my numbers are going to be low for this stream, or this is why my numbers yeah. are going to be low at the moment because I've been I, in hospital and I'm coming back from illness. So, like, yeah, the things that you can say there for that reason. By the way, the reason the the management is there for is basically, uh, you know, on I don't know, like music labels, they've got a management team to help promote and get them brand deals and that kind of stuff. That's what that that's there for. You can no, flag like, a, say a there's a partnership you can flag a stream in the dashboard. If you want to do it that way, you, if you want to be able to flag a stream, you can do it in in the dashboard. I feel if for for a decent sort of bit of leeway, like fifteen to twenty percent. If you drop fifteen to twenty percent of your views, and that's be like it, that's average over a month, by the way. I think that gives enough discrepancy for if you want to go to, as a variety streamer, or if you want to change your your game up, or if a new game comes out, and because because people want to see you play Dead by Daylight and then all of a sudden the new games come out and you want to play uh, World of Warcraft, Pokemon or whatever, I think that you should be able to have that 15-20% to 20% discrepancy for the release of that month over the, of the game or whatever if you're playing new games to sort of like lose part of your community or lose part of your viewership but then also try and build it back up. Yeah. I, th- I, th- I think after the first month, if, if the first month you go and it's really shit, like you drop below that 15 to 20%, Twitch will send you an email, Twitch will send you a message or your, your manager will get in contact or whatever. And we like, look, your numbers were pretty low last month compared to what our requirements are. 
So you've got like two more months to sort of like pick it back up or to try and sort of get it. What we're going to do is we're going to try and like promote your stream a little bit more. We're going to see if we can try and get it on the front page a little bit more, that kind of stuff, just to try and get your viewers back up. Twitch actively doing something to help promote their partners and their trust and their associates and stuff. This is what is needed. They need like an actual team. If they want to make money and continue to make money and to keep the streamers that they've gone, and to entice more to stream on their platform, they need an active team that will help promote them for that reason, help them get brand deals so they can get the increased viewers from people that love Elgato software, uh, sorry, Elgato products or MSI products. So like give them game, like get them in touch with, I don't know, World of Warcraft to, to get them game keys to the newest expansion. Uh, if there's like a new Pokemon game coming out, get them, get them uh, sort of like Twitch drops just like if they can for like that particular game just for their stream only kind of thing so if that's that's an incentive that it would be for partners because everyone's got access to twitch drops at the moment but if you've got exclusive content for twitch drops then you're going to have a bigger audience you're going to have more people wanting to come to you so then if you're an affiliate or if you're just starting out streaming then you're going to be like, wait, I need to build my audience because I want to get those exclusive drops so I can give back to my community, so I can have a boost in viewership, so I can get more money from revenue from, from the stream, so I can make a living. Yeah. Like, there's, there's multiple different ways that if I think if, if Twitch actually got in contact with some streamers and, like, seriously talk with them rather than there's some, some Id, like, idiots to say, oh, just give them more money. Like, yeah, it's easy to say that, but with no logical sort of way to get that, just magic that money. Yes, they're getting, like, 50% from the ads, uh, sorry, 50% from the subs and stuff, so they can just do it from there, but realistically, they do have to pay the bills as, at the same time, but they've they've got to sort of make it worthwhile for Twitch and for uh, the streamer at the same time, and they're not really making it worthwhile for the streamer, in my opinion. But there's, there's different ways that you can go about it, like what we've already discussed. It's the age-old story, isn't it? If you give a man a fish, he'll eat for a day. If you teach him how to fish, he'll feed his family. Exactly. So if you, you give him the you, tools to be successful, I don't think that's the saying, but I know what you're getting at. Yeah, I know. Oh, I know, oh, I know oh, what if, it means. if you give a man a fish, he'd feed his family for a day. If you teach him how to fish, he can he can feed his family for life, essentially. That is pretty pretty spot on how it is. I think. It, you you give you give them more money, and eventually they're just going to want more money. You give them the more tools and the the ability to be successful, and they're more likely to be successful. So, if you by giving them the tools, you mean giving them the 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 Twitch manager and so, getting them to promote and. Then also saying, look, this is how I did this for your channel. This is the email that I sent out to this particular company to get you the brand deal and they accepted, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. If you show them, if you sort of CC them in the emails that you're reaching out to them so then they can see it, then it's showing them how to work as a professional in this sector of the field. So rather it's than being like, oh. A like point send... where they could ask for representation for putting sponsorship deals through and getting to yeah. the point where instead of them then needing Twitch to put the representation through, they can then do it themselves. But they they have to engage in the process of getting the sponsorship whilst doing yeah. so. And then Twitch could also open up places like um, YouTube does. Like if they wanted to have a live stream. So say, for example, though, we all wanted to host, say I was a partner, for example, and I wanted to host a DVD tournament, mm. like a, an actual in a, in a, in a, in a building. And as a partner, and with multiple buildings across the UK, I'd be like, yo, 
Twitch rep, any chance that I could have this building on this day for, and I need access just to these like uh, 16, 16 computers or uh, 20 computers, sorry, because we're going to need killers as well. Um, 20 computers um, so we can have a DVD tournament, a live stream DVD tournament. And they'd be like, yeah, cool. Like, as a partner, you get that perk for free. As long as it can be booked out and stuff, you can get that perk for free because not only you're going to be obviously bringing attention of 20 people, like if they're streamers, that's going to be 20 loads of streamers that they're going to be watching that Dead by Daylight tournament, commenting, like getting activity on there, subscribing bits, that kind of stuff. It's giving money that will probably pay for the, the, the tournament and more for the electric and all the bills and stuff like that. But it's just, it's helping all of those other streamers as well and giving everyone a space where they can be in person, having a laugh, having like a good time with each other while creating content at the same time. It's just things like this that need to be thought of and, and done. And yeah, so it's spending a lot of money or whatever just to potentially not get much in return. But I think it would be bigger if Twitch partners had that access to things like this. So just... And then you've got, like you said, with an associate, you've got something to work towards with the associate, and then you get even more perks again when you get to partner. Yeah. Like the, the Twitch spaces. Yeah, it's definitely something that could be explored, at least. We need to share this podcast with Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> Twitch, listen. Listen to this podcast. <laughs> No, uh, legitimately, uh, though, I'll, I do th- I'll name it how to fix Twitch and tag them in it. It's fine. Legitimately, though, I do think from what we've spoken about for the last hour, hour and a half, I think we have had a few legitimate good ideas hmm. of how to improve both, like all, all streaming platforms. Like, and, and, and just give, give sort of like, even if it's like a little nugget of an idea hmm. where yeah. something that we've said trigger something for Twitch or for YouTube or for somebody that works there to spitball as part of our mm-hmm. idea but improve upon it because they know how the system works or they know how the innards of, 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 of the websites work. I think maybe that would be that would be enough just to like spark mm-hmm. an idea from someone that actually works there. It's because... even, I even just love to spark the conversation to have open communication with twitch for a place to be able to put these ideas yeah so they they do have twitch user voice yeah but like there's so many things of like submit a yeah. ticket send us an email and it's like you may as well go no, straight the twitch, in the use, twitch user voice is is pretty much like it's like an open forum like mm. where you can post your idea and then people's got to upvote in and it's got to get a certain amount of upvotes so it's got to follow a certain criteria mm. so the chances are there's loads hundreds if not thousands probably more uh people submitting ideas every day um so it's, it's kind of difficult to get your idea noticed which obviously is a is a bloody disappointment but i would like to talk to somebody with twitch so we can just like spitball ideas but saying that, if you I'm not could, big enough, <laughs> as I say, if you could, because this all just get uploaded as one big block. If we could like segment the little bits where we've been talking about how they can improve and just link that to them, yeah, listening to it, like clips and TikToks and stuff, rather than them reading through an entire block of information, they'll probably mm. be happier to listen to people sort of spitball ideas off of each other, mm. yeah, than have to read through an entire block of shit. Mm. 
Mm. Like maybe during this part, um, like if TikTok can upload like 10 minute videos, maybe take the audio, like uh, <laughs> do what you guys always say, follow for part two. Like just, <laughs> just upload things like that for, for uh, TikTok. So it's on TikTok, then we can post the clips on the YouTube and then... Mm. Uh, if Ryan's made an Instagram account, I don't think he has at the moment, but like if he makes that, you can put it on there and tag mm. Twitch, put it on the Twitter. Did you make a Twitter account for Listen Gamer? I didn't. No. It, no. Right, we need to get Twitter blue on that. I, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm off work from Thursday, um, 17th, so I'll be doing some things. Cool. Um, I may need your assistance, but I will be doing some things. Um, okay, yes. Clap my ass if you want. <laughs> Daddy. Um, <laughs> on that note, uh, the plan will be to, one, finish this podcast, because we have been going for like two and three quarter hours. You've got a new GPU now, so you can render it faster. <laughs> to, uh, it's fine. Part, part two is to uh, thank you all for listening. Part three is Twitch. If you do listen to this by some magic means and you do want to sponsor us for whatever reason, we are open to the conversation. <laughs> we we'll- Look, if you want to give us a contract and we'll stream our podcast on Twitch, crack on, let's go. We will be easier to negotiate with than Ninja, just saying. And Joe, and Joe Rogan. And, <laughs> um, um, yeah. Like, subscribe, and all the rest. The yeah, juiciness. I, there yeah. it is. <laughs> well, no one else says it. It's, it's funny. I did kind of try and quote you last time on, the, you? on the last podcast. Did you know 99.9.999% of people listening to this podcast are subscribed, so don't be the one person that isn't. <laughs> That's a good one, actually. <laughs> I get that all the time on some of the videos. Like, did you know that 80% of you guys aren't subscribed? It would really help me if you would just hit, yeah, just hit I, that. Yeah, I seen it on one the other day where they reversed it. It was like 99% you are subscribed, so don't be the 1% that isn't. I was like, I like that. I'm stealing it. So yeah, stolen content. Just I saw quite a funny one, and it was like sixty nine percent of you aren't subscribed, uh, and so it's like, oh please, nice. like they did it genuinely. But they said, as much as that's a nice number, uh, like <laughs> can you subscribe to help us out or whatever? And then the comments were full of, I'm not subscribing because that number is perfect. We want to keep it sixty nine. There's loads of comments just saying that. <laughs> oh. It was awesome, but yeah, gamerinos, keep listening. Bye bye. Bye.